Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Field is rolling here at the California Speedway, getting set for a couple of pace laps before we get today's Napa Auto Parts 500 underway. Hello again. Welcome back to MRN Radio's live coverage of the 10th race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Three drivers failed to make the field for today's race. Kevin LePage, Buckshot Jones, and Shauna Robinson. Here's the 43 in the field. Stacy Compton starts 43rd in the Kodiak Dodge, 42nd Robert Presley, the Jasper Engines Ford, 41st will be Kenny Schrader in the Snickers Cruncher Pontiac. The 40th starter is Terry Levati. He's in the Kellogg Chevrolet and the Motorcraft Ford of Elliott Sadler goes 39th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. we heard from a moment ago has the Budweiser Chevrolet in 38th. Bobby Hamilton starts 37th in the Square D Chevrolet. He's last week's winner at Talladega. 36th is Mike Wallace in the nation's rent Ford. The Conseco Pontiac with Ron Hornaday Jr. is 35th. Joe Nemechek starts 34th in the Oakwood Home Chevrolet and the McDonald's Ford with Andy Houston is 33rd. 32nd starter Kurt Busch in the Sharpie Rubbermaid Ford. The Coors Light Dodge with Sterling Marlin will go from 31st. Starting 30th is Hutt Strickland, the Hills Brothers Coffee Ford. Michael Waltrip has the Napa Chevrolet starting in the 29th position. 28th, first start for the America Online Chevrolet out of Richard Childress Racing. Jeff Green driving that car today. 27th is Mike Skinner, also from Richard Childress Racing, the Lowe's Chevrolet. 26th starter, Kenny Wallace, the Eel River Racing Pontiac. 25th, Jason Leffler in the singular wireless Dodge. Ricky Craven has his tied Ford starting 24th. Matt Kenseth in the DeWalt Power Tools Ford starts from 23rd. 22nd starter is Bill Elliott, the Dodge dealer's UAW Ford, or Dodge that is, and Jeff Burton in his Sitco SuperGuard Ford starts in 21st. And the field has completed one of three laps before they put him under green here at the start-finish line. 20th is Jerry Nadeau in the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. The Miller Lite Ford with Rusty Wallace starts 19th. 18th position, that's Ward Burton in the Caterpillar Dodge. 17th will be Jeff Gordon in the DuPont Chevrolet. The Dodge Dealers, UAW Dodge with Casey Atwood starts 16th. Dave Blaney starts 15th in the Amico Dodge. And the Sprint Dodge with Kyle Petty will go from 14th. 13th starter, Kevin Harvick. He's in the GM Goodrich Chevrolet. And the Ralph's Red Cell Ford with Brett Bodine will start 12th. 11th starter is John Andretti in the Cheerios Dodge. Former winner Mark Martin, the Pfizer Viagra Ford, starts in 10th today. 9th is Jimmy Spencer in the Mummy Returns Kmart Ford. Johnny Benson starts in 8th. He's driving the Eagle One Valvoline Pontiac. 7th is Steve Park in the Pennzoil Chevrolet. Ricky Rudd has his Texaco Haviland Ford starting 6th. Dale Jarrett in the UPS Ford goes from the 5th starting spot. 4th is Tony Stewart, the Home Depot Pontiac. 3rd is Jeremy Mayfield in the Mobile One Ford. And on the front row, Todd Bodine in the Kmart Ford, and Bobby Labonte in the Interstate Batteries Pontiac. Crap spinning your hand up to stop it, yeah! Now the chair creaky, 
Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Action has already begun here. Kurt Busch came down the pit lane. He had a flat tire on his Roush Racing Ford. They also put some fuel in before the green flag, and because of that, a one-lap penalty assessed for Kurt Busch. So things start off even before the green flag falls here today in California. Yeah, not a not a good way to start here this afternoon. As we said, this beautiful weather, perfect day for racing, a sellout crowd on hand here at the California Speedway to watch 43 of the best drivers in the world do their thing here this afternoon for 500 miles. Seven Different drivers have won a Winston Cup race thus far in the 2001 season. We might see a new winner today. Certainly could produce one here at this racetrack with, again, the way it works out. And yesterday we saw a first-time winner in the NASCAR Bush Series race here. Hank Parker Jr. and his team gambled on fuel mileage, and he went to victory lane. So a similar situation could very well work out here today for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series event. The pace car is peeled off the banking of turn four and hit the pit lane. Here comes the field down for the start of the Napa Auto Parts 500. Thousand feet away from the start finish line, green flag goes in the air. Bobby Labonte comes up through the gearbox. So does Todd Bodine as they are on the front row heading for turn number one. They'll stay that way as they get down into the corner. Nobody pulling out to pass, at least making it three wide, except back at about 12th position over to turn two. Bobby Labonte on the bottom of the racetrack will have the advantage. He'll take the lead. Todd Bodine looking to slide down low. Jeremy Mayfield trying to put a foot in the door. It's Bodine in second as they get the back comes off of turn two, still coming up to speed down the backstretch. It'll be Bobby Labonte with the lead. Jeremy Mayfield tries to make a move on Todd Bodine for the second spot. Dives down low, a little wiggly as he gets into the turn. Todd Bodine and Jeremy Mayfield going at it for second. Side by side for the second spot. First lap off turn number four. It is Mayfield with the inside lane covered. Todd Bodine trying to hang on to the second spot. Behind them, Dale Jarrett, who started fifth, now trying to move up into the fourth spot. He's racing with Tony Stewart at the end of the front straightaway. DJ's got the low line and he's got the number four position. He'll take fourth. Stewart back to fifth. And down on the inside, here comes Jimmy Spencer. He'll fill the hole down low and take another spot away from Tony Stewart. This is the fight for fifth as Spencer moves to the inside of Tony Stewart. Stewart gives him plenty of racing room. Now Steve Park wants to race for the sixth position. He tucks up underneath the bumper of the Home Depot Pontiac. Nothing doing this time around. Single file all the way back through about the 12th position. That's the first side-by-side racing. Ricky Rudd is trying to get around on the outside, coming off the corner at the front of the field. Bobby Labonte has opened up almost a seven-car interval between himself and Todd Bodine and Jeremy Mayfield. The scramble now is going to be a good one for fourth place as it rolls over to turn one. Jimmy Spencer on the march has got the bottom lane in hand, and he will take fourth place away from Dale Jarrett. The Jimmy Spencer with that black and gold color scheme on the Kmart Ford moving toward the front. He comes to fourth place now. 
single file for the first top ten positions as Bobby Labonte leads him down the back stretch by about three car lengths over the second spot of Todd Bodine. Good racing going mid-pack between Ward Burton, Ricky Rudd, and David Blaney. They go three wide into turn three. Ward Burton backs out of the throttle and avoids the accident. That battle there is for the twelfth position, twelfth and thirteenth spot. They were racing three wide for a while. Now they settle down to two wide racing while the front ten or eleven cars go single file. That battle for twelfth, now is going to be won by Ricky Rudd. He swings to the outside of Dave Blaney and grabs the spot. Rudd will take over the position. Blaney drops back one. Right behind him is Ward Burton. Is everybody now beginning to settle down? They're all single file back to about 14 plates where Rusty Wallace is under attack by Jerry Nadeau. Jerry Nadeau right on the rear bumper of Rusty Wallace, but Wallace has got things in control. Here's Jimmy Spencer in the fourth position making things a little bit interesting as he starts to close the gap on the third spot of Jeremy Mayfield. Jimmy Spencer getting with the program in a hurry. He's had some good runs here at the California Speedway. Works his way out of turn number four and won't be able to put a run on this time. Just has to hold that fourth position. Dale Jarrett slides up to fifth right now. Then a pretty good gap back to sixth and Tony Stewart and the rest of the field as they all go back to turn two. And at the front of the pack, they're beginning to bunch up. Bobby Labonte's lead is gone and he is under attack by Todd Bodine. Bodine down to the inside of the racetrack as Labonte watches high. He'll make the move for the lead. There's two abreast of the back straightaway. Great bite for Todd Bodine as he came off the corner and now the drag race is on down the back stretch. Bodine will have the low line. Bobby Labonte will take the high road. Give the lead to Todd Bodine. He's trying to bring Jimmy Spencer with him. Tight pack of five cars up at the front. Bobby Labonte would sure like to come down the banking off turn four because that inside lane is wide open for Jimmy Spencer to come in the picture. He rolls to the inside lane, takes over the second spot. Mayfield goes with him. He gets third. Bobby might lose fourth in turn one. He will lose it as Dale Jarrett is underneath him. He'll take the inside hole spot. Goes to the number four position. So Bobby Labonte, the pole sitter with one slip, drops all the way back to the number five spot. He's followed by Tony Stewart and Steve Park. Steve Park is under attack from John Andretti as Andretti slips out of line. This would be for the seventh position. Andretti started this pass off of turn two. He'll try to complete it as he enters into turn three. He's still wheel to wheel with Steve Park, however, for the seventh spot. John Andretti down to the bottom of the racetrack. Steve Park on the high side at the front of the field. A five-car breakaway right now. Talking about Bobby Labonte sliding all the way back to fifth position. Bobby Labonte didn't win the Winston Cup championship last year by flailing the fenders off that Pontiac in the early going. He's in no big hurry to go racing. All he wants to do is keep the leaders in sight. Challenge for second over in turn two. Down on the bottom of the racetrack, Jeremy Mayfield looking to make some ground as he digs in down low, but Jimmy Spencer's got the outside lane working. Holds off Mayfield, and now will go for the lead on the back stretch. Like a slingshot, Jimmy Spencer rode the rim outside of turn two, down the back stretch, and now Jimmy Spencer takes the lead at the California Speedway. They're going at it for second. Jeremy Mayfield and Todd Bodine. Here's Jeremy Mayfield of the outside lane. Todd Bodine grabs the inside of the racetrack off turn four. They had better look back also because Jeff Gordon is pouring on the steam. He started in 17th, and Gordon has now moved up to the eighth position. Matter of fact, he's now grabbed seventh. He is on the charge. Front five, six cars are single file. And two abreast now for the number seven position, and it is Jeff Gordon down on the bottom of the racetrack. He'll take that low line and move underneath Steve Park. Park kicked back to eight, followed by John Andretti and Kevin Harvick. Strong move by Jeff Gordon down the back stretch as he slots into the seventh position, and he's got a gap between himself and Tony Stewart. That would be the sixth place car. Meanwhile, Jimmy Spencer up front starts to open up the lead by about four to five car lengths. Just about everybody you talked to in the garage yesterday afternoon and this morning said that the, the car to beat here today would be Jeff Gordon, and he's proving it very early. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Dale Jarrett drops down to the bottom of the racetrack. He might lose third place as he goes down to turn number one. Then he comes back up high, puts a block on, and hangs on to it as he goes over to turn two. And that will cost Todd Bodine the number four position as he drifted up a little bit wide, lost the momentum. Bobby Labonte on the hammer moves underneath him. Labonte back to the number four spot. Labonte locks it in in the fourth position. He is in hot pursuit of Dale Jarrett, who is in the third spot. Todd Bodine back in fifth, and it's Tony Stewart in sixth. Here comes Jeff Gordon making it a seven-car freight train. Talk about Jeff Gordon moving up. Another fast mover so far is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Started back in 38th today. He's in 31st. Sterling Marlin's going nowhere fast. He started in 31st. He's back in 32nd. And Bobby Hamilton, last week's winner at the Talladega Super Speedway, started in 37th. He has fallen all the way back to 42nd. Leaders are up in turn two. And Jimmy Spencer, who yesterday in the Bush race was the first man to venture out to that wide groove and make it work, has made it work here again this afternoon. His lead, five car lanes over Jeremy Mayfield. Spencer continues to stretch it out. Down the back stretch, it is Mayfield in the second spot. Then it's a ways back to Dale Jarrett, who rides by himself in the third position. First battle would be for fourth. That's between Bobby Labonte and Todd Bodine. Bodine looks low. Now he looks a little bit high. Not close enough to pull off a pass for the fourth spot. Jimmy Spencer has checked out on everybody at 13 laps into the event here this afternoon. He has an advantage of almost a second and a half, and that will translate to a little better than 150 feet as he goes over to turn three. Jimmy Spencer continues to extend his lead. Best battle on the track right now is for fifth. That's between Jeff Gordon and Todd Bodine as they come into turn three. Jeff Gordon able to keep his car down at the bottom as Todd Bodine slings up high. They're off of turn four. Pretty obvious Jeff Gordon's guys have done the job in making that car handle early in the race here today. He has moved up from the 17th position, now here at lap number 14, to now be trying to break into the top five. He's running along in six, just behind Todd Bodine. Let's follow that battle in turn one. And he's got an almost perfect race car, Joe. He can hold it right down on the white line and still drive in a car length to a car length and a half deeper than anybody else, but he's got his hands full right now. Todd Bodine holds him off to the back straightaway. Fourth on back is single file as now Bodine tucks up underneath the Pontiac of Bobby Labonte. Labonte's off the pace. Bobby Labonte drops off just a little bit, lets Todd Bodine
Klein go by, lets Jeff Gordon go by, so Labonte loses two positions here at turns three and four. Goes all the way back to sixth position at the line. Jimmy Spencer crosses the stripe, heads back into turn number one. Jeremy Mayfield still trying to chase him down from a second and a half back. It's about an equal distance also back to Dale Jarrett as they go back to turn number one. The best racing on the track and now is going to be between Jeff Gordon as he works his way over there to try to take a spot away. Once again, puts the nose down to the inside of Taco Dye, but this time Gordon can't hold the car down. He pushes up into that second groove and enables Bodine to hold him off one more time. Jeff Gordon has shown a lot of patience here in the fifth spot after moving up quickly at the drop of the green flag. Now he's trying to take away fourth, but he knows it's a long race. He's not going to try anything silly, even though Todd Bodine opens the door wide through turn four. Jeff just slots in behind Todd Bodine. A couple other fast movers early in the race today. Robert Presley has moved up 12 positions from 42nd to 30th. And also Rusty Wallace is picking off some spots from 19th to 13th for Rusty Wallace. Still watching that battle with Jeff Gordon and Todd Bodine. Side by side, it works into turn two. Gordon wants the bottom of the racetrack. Bodine's content up high. And for now, the advantage belongs to Todd Bodine as he runs that high lane, keeps the RPMs up, keeps the momentum, and keeps the number four position. Well, they ride in each other's tire tracks all the way down the back stretch. But as soon as they hit turn three, they take very, very different lines as Todd Bodine swings up high. Jeff Gordon keeps it down low. They maintain positions of fourth and fifth. Jeff Gordon just stays where he is for the moment, back in fourth place, doesn't put a run on, takes a look as they come off the corner and get in the front straightaway, and again will tuck back in and ride single file. Let's run you back through the top 15. Jimmy Spencer leads, Jeremy Mayfield second, Dale Jarrett's third, Todd Bodine is fourth, Jeff Gordon is fifth, Tony Stewart is sixth, Bobby Labonte is seventh, Kevin Harvick is eighth, John Andretti is up to ninth. Johnny Benson is 10th, 11th is Ricky Rudd, Rusty Wallace is 12th, 13th is Steve Park, Ward Burton is 14th, and 15th is Mark Martin as Jimmy Spencer heads over to turn three. Here comes Jimmy Spencer. He's got a pretty big lead right now, Barney, over the second spot of Jeremy Mayfield. I'd call it about 12 to 15 car lengths as he exits off of turn four. As that fourth place battle rages on between Todd Bodine and Jeff Gordon, looking a little further back in the pack. Good race for the 13th spot now. It is Steve Park and Ward Burton. They're racing side-by-side off turn four. They went that way off turn two all the way down the back stretch and here at the start finish line they are still dead even the Pennzoil Chevrolet the Caterpillar Dodge working for the 13th spot in turn one it's Burton on the inside Park on the outside they are now more than a lap and a half into this side by side battle and finally Ward Burton gets the advantage down on the low lane he'll take the spot away the door is open for Mark Martin as he peeks to the inside Steve Park is now under attack from Mark Martin for the 14th position Mark took a brief look at the inside now tucks back into line. Right behind Martin, you have David Blaney, Casey Atwood, Jerry Nadeau, and Bill Elliott. They're single file off the turn. From 15th on back is where that good action is going on as they work their way out of the corner and back into the front straightaway where Mark Martin, Ward Burton, Dave Blaney, Casey Atwood, Jerry Nadeau, and Bill Elliott all run together in a very tight pack. Kyle Petty, who started this race fairly well up toward the front, has really lost some positions. Kyle started 14th. He currently is running back in 42nd place. And last week's winner, Bobby Hamilton, not able to move up through the field in the early going anyway. Bobby's all the way back to 41st position. They still chase Jimmy Spencer down the back straightaway. Good battle going on for sixth spot. That would be between Bobby Labonte and Kevin Harvick. Harvick looks to the outside of Labonte. Nothing doing this time around. Cannot get close enough to the interstate body Pontiac. So that battle settles down. Further back, Steve Park sees another challenge now that Ward Burton has gone by him. Now it's 14th that Park is trying to hold on to. Mark Martin goes to work. Down to the inside. Mark gets the good runoff. Turn number four 
four, but Park stubbornly hangs on to the outside lane. Let's follow that one to turn one. Park on the inside is able to drive it deeper into turn number one. He'll take the spot away from Steve Park. Bobby Labonte continuing to struggle a bit closer to the front. He gives up a position to Kevin Harvick in the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick now begins to train his eyes on the Home Depot Pontiac of Tony Stewart. Harvick closes it down from four car lengths, now down to three and a half. Harvick, one of the few drivers out here, about a handful, who are really working that high line at turns three and four. Early in the running of the Napa Auto Parts 500 here today at the California Speedway, 25 of 250 laps are complete. Early race leader is Jimmy Spencer. We have had two lead changes among three drivers. Bobby Labonte was on the bud pole. Todd Bodine took over on the fifth lap of the race, and then Spencer came by on lap 26. His lead has grown to nearly a full five seconds now over Todd Bodine, Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, and Jeremy Mayfield. In the pre-race, we talked to Kyle Petty, who had a great qualifying run today in his Dodge. He started 14th, but now Kyle has fallen all the way back to the 42nd position. Winston Kelly, what's the problem there with the Dodge? Well, it's extremely loose, and it's been that way since they dropped the green flag. After about four or five laps, he had fallen back toward the back of the pack, and we talked to Chris Hussey. He said it was very loose. When we went back there, he said something may be broken, and we had speculated earlier on during a commercial break if he may have a broken shock or something. So Kyle Petty just kind of hanging on right now, hoping for a caution flag so they can determine exactly what the problem is. Jeff Gordon is one of the few cars, Dave Moody, that we're watching in your end of the racetrack that is just able to stick that car right almost underneath the line and get out on the dirt. DuPont Chevrolet goes anywhere he points it right now, Barney, but he can't quite handle Todd Bodine. He's been working his back bumper for more than 20 laps now. As they enter turn three, he still can't quite get him. Yeah, Gordon has the handling, but Bodine has got the horsepower while Gordon's able to take it down low through turns three and four. Bodine tries to squeak out the advantage down these long straightaways at the California Speedway. Side by side off the turn uh, four for the second position. It is Jeff Gordon and Todd Bodine. Bodine will hold him off this time as they cross the stripe. A little further back, see Ricky Rudd picking up a couple of spots. He started better than he's running right now. Ricky has fallen back to about the 12th spot. He's now worked his way back to eighth. Just got by Bobby Labonte. They fall back in line single file, but there's a battle just behind them in turn one. Three-car battle led by John Andretti. The Cheerios Dodge drifting up the racetrack opens the door for Johnny Benson. Right behind Benson, Rusty Wallace. Three cars running tight off turn two. Andretti and Benson side by side all the way down the back stretch. Rusty Wallace tries to pick a drafting partner and he chooses John Andretti. Andretti will be the high line. Now Rusty goes down low. He'll try to push Johnny Benson through to the position. They are three wide coming off of turn four. And if they can make that car stick at the bottom of the racetrack, they get three wide coming out of the corner. John Andretti out against the wall will pull both those cars in the form of Johnny Benson and Rusty Wallace and maintain the position. Now here's Kyle Petty who says, I can't handle this anymore. I need to get on pit road and get something done to the car. Let's cover Kyle's stop. Well, the crew's going to go to work first on the right side of the car. They're going to make significant chassis adjustments all the way around. They're going to check to make sure nothing is broken. They're doing a wedge adjustment three rounds down on the right side of the car. Now they wheel around to the left side of the sprint machine, changing left side tires and right side tires. And now Kyle Petty, one of the lug nuts fell off, so they're going to have to put it back on. So this is going to cost them some additional time. We'll find out from Chris Hussey if there is a problem that they detected on the machine. 
Man, when it rains, it pours sometimes. Tell you what, a problem on the racetrack and even more of a problem when you come on the pit road to fix the problem. Mark Martin just lost about three positions going down the back straightaway. I don't think there's a problem with the Viagra Ford. Uh, Barney is one of those moves where Mark saw some faster cars coming and pulled over and let them go. Yeah, he's one of those drivers uh, consistently all season long. If he's got a quick car, he'll keep it as close to the front as he can. If he's not as quick as somebody else, he won't hold him up. Mark's pretty good about that. Couple of good battles going on throughout the field, but not for the lead. Jimmy Spencer continues to hold a four-second lead over Todd Bodine. Let's check in on pit road. One of the drivers, Joe, I thought was move up in the field when he started this race was Jeff Burton, but he's not making any progress at all. As a matter of fact, we keep going like we're going before lap 50, 49 or 50, when these uh, cars make their first pit stops. He's going to be lapped by Jimmy Spencer, the leader, but his car is extremely loose. Could not get any grip on the racetrack, especially in the turn. So uh, big-time handling problems right now for Jeff Burton. Jimmy Spencer continues to lead here at the California Speedway. His advantage right now is three and four-tenths seconds over Todd Bodine, who rides in the number two position. Jeff Gordon is third. Fourth is Dale Jarrett. Jeremy Mayfield's fifth. Kevin Harvick is sixth. Ricky Rudd is seventh. Tony Stewart's eighth. Bobby Labonte is ninth. And Johnny Benson make up the top ten. Take a swing through the pits right now and update you on some stories that might be going on down on pit road. Let's go down to Jim Phillips. The first party on this end of the pit lane, we've got Kevin Harvick. Uh, this is his first Western Cup race here at this racetrack that has been, as all the drivers you and I have talked to have told us, it's been so tricky. His car is just a little bit loose. Wartburg, his car is loose. We have Ricky Run, uh, Ricky Clayton crew up on the pit lane right now getting ready to make a pit stop. So a lot of these cars are handling so bad at this point, the drivers might not make it to the projected 49 to 50 lap limit that we need in a two-mile racetrack. Weston Kelly. Well, Barney got more losers than winners here on the midsection of pit road thus far. Bobby Labonte, we've talked about, who's lost eight positions. His car's loose all the way through the corner. Steve Park has fallen back to 25th from his seventh place starting position. The reverse situation there. He's tight. Mark Martin's fallen back six positions from his 10th place position. He's loose. Brett Benign has lost 10 positions. His car's tight. Dave Blaney's lost 14 positions. He also is tight. Among the guys who have moved forward, we've talked a lot about Jimmy Spencer, who started ninth. Rusty Wallace has also picked up eight positions, and Jeff Green, who you guys mentioned, has picked up 15 positions, as we would expect. They've said very little about the handling of their car, Rusty and Jeff Green, that is. Jeff was just talking about uh, Ricky Craven's problems. He comes down along the pit lane to make a stop. Also, teammate Andy Houston in at the other end of pit road. Let's cover Craven's stop first. And Ricky Craven's crew goes to work on the right side. They're going to make a chassis adjustment and on the right side, Joe, of the chassis, and one round of the edge one round in, so his car evidently loose. They can swing around the left side and put in the second can of 76 fuel, so it's going to be four tires of fuel for Ricky Craven. And his teammate Andy Houston in in front of Tony Rizzuti. And Andy came in a little earlier than they had hoped. They made a track bar adjustment, took on four tires and gasoline on the far end of pit road. The word is loose. Uh, Bobby Hamilton says his car is loose, loose, loose. They're going to try to make it to their pit window, get that car adjusted. Also, Stacy Compton came in about five laps ago, said that they're just not good. You can't 
nurse an ill handling race car too long here at the California Speedway because you will lose, you will go a lap down and maybe two laps down if you don't get something done for it in a hurry. 42 laps are on the scoreboard. Jimmy Spencer continues to lead. We should see pit stops coming up probably in the next 10 to 15 laps here. Todd Bodine rides second. Jeff Gordon hangs on to third. Dale Jarrett uh, really hard to tell how good his car is. He's worked his way up toward the front real close a couple of times and dropped back a little bit. He currently rides in fourth place. Kevin Harvick having a decent day here. He is fifth Six is Jeremy Mayfield. He won the race last year. Ricky Rudd is seventh. Tony Stewart's eighth. Bobby Levani is ninth. And Johnny Benson, the top ten. A few more cars coming in to make green flag pit stops. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Brett Bodine is one of those. The crew already working on the left side of the machine. It's going to be a four-tire stop, and they're going to make some chassis adjustments there. It's extremely tight. They've got a little bit of problem on the left side. Now he's down and away. 21.75 seconds. The pit board is out for Steve Park as he starts to make his way down pit road. Michael Waltrip is in the pits right now. Steve Park is coming down pit road. Hut Strickland also in the pits. Let's go back down to Winston Kelly. Right, here comes Park. He's four, three, two, one positions away as he comes to the attention of his crew. He's been extremely tight all the way through the corners. They're going to make a significant wedge adjustment on the Pennzoil Chevrolet. One, two, three rounds. Now they wheel around to the left side of the seat. Second can of 76 racing fuel going in for Steve Park. Four tires and a big chassis adjustment. He's down the way. Second place runner Todd Bodine comes off the banking, hits the pit lane. Here he comes now to make his stop at lap number 44. Jim Phillips told you they'd be coming around 49 or 50, so several cars making early stops. Let's cover Todd Bodine's stop. Right side tires going on to Ford, Joe. It's going to be a four-tire stop. They swing around the left side. Second can of fuel is going in for Todd Bodine. It's lap 45 right now. Other cars coming into the pits right now. Here's Jeff Burton bringing his machine in. Jimmy Spencer gives up the lead and will bring his car to the attention of his crew. And Jeremy Mayfield is on pit road. Let's cover Jimmy Spencer's stop. Well, Spencer's crew now working on the right side of the machine. The first order of business is going to be to get that paper away. He's told him he likes the way the car's handling, so they're not going to make any changes. Of course, they are going to do four tires and get that little piece of paper away to try to bring the temperature down. Jimmy Spencer, four tires and fuel. He's away. Now the pit board's out for the pole center, Bobby Levani. Jim Phillips. And Jeremy Mayfield is in. Todd Bodine, Barney stalled his car out. Cost him four or five seconds on the pit lane. Big loser on this round. A round of wedge in for Jeremy Mayfield. John Andretti's in. Jeff Burton got a chassis adjustment at four tires. His car was extremely loose. John Andretti's going to get a chassis adjustment on his car. His car evidently tied around out. 40 laps, 46 laps to count right now. More pit stops. Tony Stewart's on pit road. Sterling Marlin is on pit road. Bobby Labonte brings his car in. So does Ward Burton. Terry Labonte is in. Jerry Nadeau is in the pits. Bill Elliott is in. And Casey Atwood covers some more stops up in front of Tony Rizzuti. Sterling Marlin in. He took uh, four tires, complaining that the car was both loose and tight. Also in was Terry Labonte. They made a track bar adjustment, took four tires and gasoline. Winston Kelly. Bobby Labonte's crew now working on the left side of the machine. Jason Lee has it pumped up. Todd Meredith and Jeff Chandler changing the left side tires. Peter Jellin pumps in the second can of fuel. A good stop. 17.59 seconds. Jerry Nadeau just completed his stop. He has some handling and woes as well. He had been tight. Casey Atwood down and away. Four tires in fuel. Now Dale Jarrett's in front of Jim Phillips. And here comes Dale Jarrett. Down the pit lane. Richard Rudd is coming in right now. Comes just slow stop as the crew goes to work on the right side. Let's see if they make the chassis 
the adjustment. I've heard a lot from Ricky. He's been steady all day long. First cut of 76 fuel is in. The swing around the left side is going to be four tires. And Dale Jarrett is down, and he is away with four tires and fuel. Jeff Gordon had assumed the lead. Now he will come on to pit road to make his stop. These are all scheduled stops. They're the first ones of the day, and they're coming under green flag conditions here at the California Speedway. Other drivers on pit road a moment ago. Ron Hornaday was in. Robert Presley was in. Mike Skinner made a pit stop. So did Jeff Green. Rusty Wallace was in, along with Johnny Benson. Let's go back down to Tony Rizzuti. Well, Robert Presley came in, took four tires. Mike Wallace came in. They elected to only change right side. Felt like they needed to get track position. Now in the Budweiser Chevrolet of Dale Earnhardt Jr. The crew completes the right side tires. Jeff Clark swings around. Two pumps at the jack. Junior's up. They will not make a chassis adjustment. Junior picked up a lot of spots early. Now he's just riding it out, trying to conserve fuel. Here's Bobby Hamilton now, last week's winner at Talladega, coming in for service at lap number 48. Should hand the lead back over to Kevin Harvick until he comes in to make his stop now that Jeff Gordon has moved on to pit lane. Mark Martin comes down the pit road. Other cars slowing up in turn four. We go back to pit road. Kevin Harvick just made his stop, Joe. 18.4 seconds of the stop for Harvick. Jeff Gordon left just in front of him, so a good stop for the Harvick crew after they make a chassis adjustment on his car. He was a little bit loose. They were posting now Matt Kenseth as the leader, who is yet to come on to pit road. Also in the pits, a couple of other cars just a moment ago in front of Winston Kelly. Mark Martin is in there right now. Barney, they're working on the left side of the machine. They're making an air pressure adjustment. He had been reporting that his car is a little bit tight. 17.47 seconds. A pretty good stop for them. Rusty Wallace was in a couple of laps ago. The best stop on the midsection of pit road. 15.15 seconds as now Matt Kenseth begins to make his way down pit road. The leader is on pit road. Matt Kenseth will give up the lead. This would be a scheduled pit stop for Matt. Mark Martin was shown in second place, but Mark made the stop just a moment ago, so this recycles everything back around. And Jimmy Spencer has just crossed the start-finish line. 54 laps are on the scoreboard. Jeff Gordon is a man trying to reel him in right now. He's got two and six-tenths seconds to make up before he'll catch him as they go to turn two. That, that much of a gap, Barney, and a couple of lap cars as well. The Ron Hornaday machine and also Elliot Sadler between Jeff Gordon and the leader, Jimmy Spencer. Jeff Gordon comes off of turn two. As he looks down the back stretch, you can see Jimmy Spencer just entering turn three. Gordon still got his work cut out for him, and as you said, Dave Moody, the next lap machine he's got to pass will be Elliot Sadler before he even has a chance at Jimmy Spencer. After this first round of green flag pit stops, the field is pretty well spread out, so let's give you a look at the Napa leaderboard, the way they stand right now. It is Jimmy Spencer leading by two and a half seconds over Jeff Gordon. Dale Jarrett is four seconds back. He's in third. Ricky Rudd is fourth, and Tony Stewart now runs fifth. Sixth is Kevin Harvick. Seventh is Jeremy Mayfield. Johnny Benson is eighth. Ninth is Rusty Wallace, and tenth is Bobby Labonte. Mark Martin runs 11th. Ward Burton is 12th. Jeff Green, 13th. Jerry Nadeau, 14th, and Bill Elliott is in the 15th spot. 16th is Steve Park. 17th is Michael Waltrip. Matt Kenseth is in 18th. John Andretti is 19th, and Casey Atwood runs 20th. 21st is Robert Presley. 22nd is Todd Bodine. 23rd is Dale Earnhardt Jr. 24th is Mike Skinner. Running 25th now, Brett Bodine. Ricky Craven doing a good job today. He's 26th. His teammate Andy Houston behind him. He's in 27th. 
28th is Sterling Marlin. 29th is Dave Blaney. 30th is Mike Wallace. Jason Leffler runs in 31st. Hunt Strickland's 32nd. Joe Nemechek is 33rd. Ron Hornaday, 34th. And Elliot Sandler is 35th. Terry Labonte runs 36th. 37th is Ken Schrader. 38th is Kenny Wallace. And those are the cars on the lead lap. Actually, Jeff Burton also on the lead lap in 39th. Then comes the cars. A lap or more down. Bobby Hamilton in 40th. Kyle Petty in 41st. Kurt Busch in 42nd. And Stacey Compton now in 43rd. Napa Auto Parts, where NASCAR fans get their parts. Jimmy Spencer hasn't missed a beat since they put him under green earlier this afternoon. He grabbed the lead, made his pit stop, and now goes right back into the lead. We told you on the break a moment ago, just before we took a break, that there was appeared to be a piece of paper on the grill of Jimmy Spencer's car, and he might have an overheating problem. Winston Kelly, has that been cured? Well, I believe it has. Let's ask Donnie Wingo real quick. You had a little bit of a warm situation with that paper. Is it better now that he's gotten that paper off, Donnie? Yeah, we picked up a little bit on the uh, raid lap there and got a piece on the bottom there. But once we got it off, he come back down. Took another little piece off the top. And other than that, we had made any changes. Pretty happy. As you would expect, he is pretty happy with the handling of the car. No changes on that pit stop other than pulling that paper away. The temperature is where they want it. The only thing that's warm is the foot on the driver inside the car. Jimmy Spencer out of turn number four. He's about to catch some traffic and put some cars a lap down. He's going to have to thread his way around two cars that are running door-to-door. Hut Strickland and Jason Leffler, that's the two cars he follows off into turn one. He'll show some patience here. Let that battle settle down before he takes it to the outside. Now he'll go after Jason Leffler. Leffler drops back to the bottom. Jimmy Spencer around the outside will put the singular wireless dodge one lap down. Continuing to watch the progress of Jimmy Spencer. Oh, we got problems out of turn number four. Bobby Labonte's car is out of control. Spins, goes down on the apron of the racetrack and across the grass and caution is on the speedway. Didn't see what triggered that up in turn number four but Bobby Labonte suddenly comes off the corner running sideways, looped the car around went about a thousand feet down across the infield grass and is now coming back onto the racetrack. Don't believe he hit anything but the yellow flag is out for the first time at lap 59. Close call for Bobby Labonte coming off turn four. It appears the car just broke loose. He spun down across the infield grass there. Is now up to speed and again kept the uh, car off the retaining wall. Did not uh, make contact with anything at all but uh, the caution flag does come out for the first time here this afternoon. Field comes off turn number four. Pace car goes on to pit road and Jeff Gordon will lead him down to the line. Johnny Benson second. Jeremy Mayfield third. Ward Burton fourth. And fifth is Kevin Harvey. Green flag underway. Terry Labonte the first car. A lap down down to the inside and Jeff Gordon gets a good restart. Pulls away by a couple of car lengths. The car's running second, third, and fourth. Going to have to scramble with some of that lap traffic in turn two. Johnny Benson on the run will make his way around the lap car of Terry Labonte. Jeremy Mayfield right behind him as they hit the apex of turns one and two. Out of the back straightaway is Jeff Gordon and Johnny Benson. Lead lap cars to the outside, lap machines to the inside as the top three now break away. It's Jeff Gordon showing the way into turn three. Johnny Benson continues to ride in second. Jeremy Mayfield in third. Chris Bush having a hard time in the fourth spot trying to get around Terry Labonte. Johnny Benson also having a hard time trying to work around traffic as he comes off turn number four. He takes the high lane and further back there, two and three wide as drivers try to get by some of the slower traffic. Here's Matt Kenseth and Jimmy Spencer. They're racing side by side. That is the battle for the sixth position as the field steams into turn one. Jimmy Spencer right in the middle of that sandwich keeps the hammer down. He beats Kenseth into the corner. They go around the outside of the Kyle Petty car. Jimmy Spencer, the early leader, trying to fight his way back to the front of the pack. Battle 
at the top. Heats up as Johnny Benson makes a move to the inside. Draws up alongside Jeff Gordon. Will beat him to the turn and try to bring Jeremy Mayfield with him? No. Mayfield rolls out of the throttle as Jeff Gordon slides up high. They'll be wheel to wheel for the second spot coming off the corner. Johnny Benson got a good run coming off turn number two and made it pay off going down the back straightaway. He's got the lead, but can he keep it? Mayfield's down to the inside of the racetrack. He's got a good run going. And Jeff Gordon back there in third. He's got a good run going also. They go after the leader in one. Front three cars going at it hard. It's Benson right on the bottom of the racetrack. Here's the challenge now for second. Jeff Gordon trying to take it the highway around the outside of Jeremy Mayfield. They are nose to nose off two. Drag races once again on down the backstretch. Now Mayfield will slot into line. Jeff Gordon backs out there, nose to tail for the top three positions. Here comes Johnny Benson trying to keep his car down low. Washes up just a little bit. Mayfield washes up. This time Gordon goes down low. He'll try to take Jeremy Mayfield to the inside. Two-time California Speedway winner Jeff Gordon sees an opening to the inside. He's going for it off turn four. He's got it planted down low. Jeremy Mayfield, who won here last year, tries to hang on. This is the race for second, headed to turn one. Gordon on the inside. Mayfield on the outside. Nobody getting the advantage. Mayfield with a little bit more momentum in that outside lane. Puts the nose of the mobile one forward into the number two spot, but they continue to battle at the exit of two. Johnny Benson tries to open up his lead to about two car lengths over the second spot of Jeremy Mayfield. Gordon has proven that he can run low and run high here at turns three and four. We'll watch which line he chooses today, but this time around, as you say, he keeps it down low as Mayfield washes up, but Gordon not close enough to make the pass. Johnny Benson was kind of hoping that Jeff Gordon and Jeremy Mayfield would ride side by side and battle for that second place to allow him to get away. That's not the case. They both tuck in single file. Mayfield in second. Gordon riding third as they go back to turn number one. Ward Burton is still fourth, and Jimmy Spencer's fifth, fighting his way up through traffic, trying to get back up there over in turn two. Spencer's passed a couple of cars in the last two laps. Here comes Gordon again, back on the attack for the number two position. He's got a wheel up again to the outside of Jeremy Mayfield. Door to door, down the back stretch, Jeff Gordon and Jeremy Mayfield. This is the struggle for second at the California Speedway. Mayfield's got the low road. Gordon works up high. It works for him for the moment. He's got the second spot. Ward Burton now a very close fourth. So Jeff Gordon moves up to the second position, but he's kind of high in the banking off turn number four. Jeremy Mayfield gets a shot again down to the inside lane. Let's see if he can cash in here across the start-finish line. Mayfield by inches. Sitting just behind them is Jeff Gordon, Ward Burton, Jimmy Spencer, and Kevin Harvick. That's the rest of the top six as they go to turn two. Spencer and Harvick tag team try to catch up with that lead foursome, and they begin to do it. Now it is Johnny Benson, five car lengths up over Jeff Gordon, down to the inside once again. Here comes Mayfield. Two former winners at the California Speedway going at it for second. It is Jeff Gordon again up high, Mayfield down low, carbon copy of the last lap, but now Mayfield has to deal with the lap machine of Kurt Busch, who puts himself between Mayfield and Gordon. Jeff Gordon's fallen off the pace a little bit. Jeff has dropped back right now. Jimmy Spencer's closing in on him, getting a little bit closer to the fourth place machine as they work their way over to turn two. Jimmy Spencer, who made a pretty uh, testosterone-rich move, shall we say, in turn two a couple of laps ago to take both Ward Burton and Kevin Harvick. Spencer's back up to fourth and now closing in on Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon in the third spot finally has gotten around Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch was a lap machine, but he was running at a pace with the leaders. Now Gordon has a clear shot at the top two. That would be Johnny Benson and Jeremy Mayfield. Kurt Busch is running right at the front of the field, but uh, got off to a tough start here today. They had a cut tire on the pace lap. They came down the pit lane to change the tire. The crew decided, okay, let's put some fuel in, too. He got a one-lap penalty for putting fuel in before the drop of the green flag. Dale Jarrett not having a good day going either. He's presently shown back in the 33rd position after starting fifth. 
one of the green flag pit stops. Dale's crew came in to do service on that machine. When they did, they left the catch can in. He had to come back in a second time for the uh, removal of the catch can. The battle for the lead is in turn three. Side by side into turn three as Mayfield dives down low. Johnny Benson not going to give it up so easily, although the nose on his car dances a little bit. They're still wheel to wheel off the corner. Door to door, they come off the turn, work their way back down to the line. And this is for the lead at lap number 77 across the line. And Mayfield's got it. Takes the lead away from Johnny Benson, but he doesn't get too far away from him. Let's follow that one again as they go back to one. Benson back on the attack, closing in on the back bumper of the Mobile One Ford. It is Mayfield, the leader. Benson a car length back in second. Jeff Gordon closing ground in third as they hit the back straightaway. It would appear for the moment that last year's winner has nailed down the top spot down the back stretch as Benson now about a car length and a half off his rear bumper. But here comes Jeff Gordon. After having gotten around Kurt Busch, Jeff Gordon is on the move in that third position. Looks like Jeff has decided the high side of the racetrack is where he wants to be. His car is working well there. Remember the opening stages of the race? It was down low where the DuPont Chevrolet was really picking up steam. He takes the high lane, falls in behind the top two cars. Now about three, four car lengths behind Johnny Benson in second. Jeff Gordon beginning to close in now. Whittles it down to four, now three. Make it two car lengths. Car rides up the banking, but Gordon has found that high lane to his liking. He is closing in now. Two car lengths off Johnny Benson. Nose to tail for the top three cars with Jeremy Mayfield showing the way. Then it's about ten car lengths back to the fourth spot of Jimmy Spencer. His mirrors are full with Kevin Harvick. Here comes Gordon to the high side of turn three. Whipping it around Johnny Benson as they come off the corner. They should be door to door. Jeff Gordon keeps her wound up, frees the car up up there. Doesn't make that hard cut to the left and bind it up a little bit. Gets a good run. Is it going to be good enough to get around Johnny Benson? He's not lifting as they head off to turn number one. Maybe he'll get second place. Maybe, maybe not, Barney. He's up on that outside lane, just creeping up inches at a time. Benson glued right down on the bottom of the racetrack. For the moment, it will be Benson holding on to second as Mayfield continues to lead. Here comes Benson off the corner. Thought about slamming the door on Jeff Gordon as they exited the turn, but now Gordon moves up alongside Benson. They will be side-by-side side into turn three, and they're actually closing ground on the leader, Jeremy Mayfield. There goes Gordon up high. Benson down low. They're still even. Stephen headed back to the strike. Gordon has a nose out in front of this battle for the second spot coming off turn number four. Now he'll swing down in front of Johnny Benson and grab the second position. Jeff Gordon leads at lap 92. Johnny Benson second. Jimmy Spencer is third, trying to get up there a little bit closer. Jeremy Mayfield is fourth. Kevin Harvick is fifth. Ricky Rudd runs very strong in sixth place. Rusty Wallace just took over seventh place one lap ago, taking it away from Robert Presley, dropping Robert back to eighth. Dale Earnhardt Jr., ninth. Ward Burton is tenth. Casey Atwood's having a decent day. Casey stayed up in the top 15 most of the afternoon. He currently is 11th. Michael Waltrip continues to inch his way forward. He is 12th. Tony Stewart hasn't made a whole lot of noise all season long, really. Tony is 13th here this afternoon. Mark Martin is 14th, and Steve Park make up the top 15. Dale Jr.'s done a heck of a job here today. Started back in the 37th position on a provisional start. After having problems here on Friday, he spun out during one of the practice sessions and tore up the Budweiser Chevrolet. They had to bring a backup car out and obviously did not have time to get it prepared properly for Bud Pole qualifying. So they were kind of off from the very beginning, but he's making up for it here today early on running in the ninth. 
ninth position. Let's also give a call to Kenny Wallace. Now, he's not running that well today. Back in the 41st position. But these guys have battled at the Eel River team all year, trying to land a sponsor. They continue showing up week after week after week. I talked to crew chief Barry Dodson this morning, Barney, and he said that it's questionable whether they will go to Richmond next week. He said they had a team meeting on Monday. They were told after California, we're not sure what we're going to do because, uh, as Barry said, it takes around $200,000 to $300,000 per race to field one of these cars. They've been doing it all year. They've had a couple of uh, one-time deals and associate deals, but no major deals. And Barry said there's the hope of a couple of things down the road if they can last that long. But at that kind of rate, I don't care how much money you have, you're going to run out eventually. Yeah, they need a sponsor really bad. And, they, and I can't believe they haven't been able to pick up one because there's a lot of talent on that race team. Kenny's one of the most likable drivers in the business. And he is also one of the gentlemen who can represent any company or corporation that gets involved in this sport. Everybody that he's been with over the years said, man, he is great with our customers. He's a good race driver. We, we hope they can pick up a, sp- a sponsor for the rest of the season and that team stay in business because there's just too much talent there. And uh, those people have worked so hard to make it work and land a sponsor. Let's hope they do. We're looking at 95 laps complete. Jeff Gordon continues to lead Johnny Benson, Jimmy Spencer, Kevin Harvick, and Jeremy Mayfield. Here's the good scramble for second place. Jimmy Spencer puts the mummy car down to the bottom of the racetrack and tries to, well, I won't even say it, tries to get around Johnny Benson over in turn two. And he puts the wraps on him, Barney, as they hit turn number one. Drives down to the inside. Will take the second position away. So now it's Spencer to second, Johnny Benson third, then Kevin Harvick in fourth. Yeah, it was apparent that Jimmy Spencer's car was very, very good on these long green flag runs. The car just came in, and now he takes the second spot away from Johnny Benson, who rides in third. But now Benson will be under attack from Kevin Harvick, who's been closing ground from the fourth position. Their nose to tail off the turn. Even further back, we see Ricky Rudd picking up another position as he dives underneath Jeremy Mayfield. So move Ricky Rudd now back into the top ten, or the top five, that is. He'll pick off the fifth position. Jeff Gordon shows the way. His lead now is 3.2 seconds over Jimmy Spencer, who now has second. Let's pick up the third place battle in turn two. Johnny Benson now has got his hands full of Kevin Harvick. Harvick in the good red Chevrolet right on the back bumper of Benson as they exit turn two and head to the back They are still nose to tail all the way down the backstretch, skirting the wall here at the California Speedway. Spencer has pulled out a little bit from the second position, about three car lengths between himself and Johnny Benson. Benson rides it down low. Harvick goes up high, but not close enough to pull off the pass for the third spot. Jimmy Spencer, Johnny Benson, Kevin Harvick all better crank it up in a hurry because Jeff Gordon is about to drive away and leave everybody. His margin now is three, almost three and a half seconds, and that is a big one considering no more laps than they've run after this caution flag. Put them all on pit road a little bit earlier, but he is really getting away from everybody as he goes back over to turn two. All by himself as he heads for the back straightaway, and then that three-car draft for second, third, and fourth, led by Jimmy Spencer. Last time around, it looked like Spencer was going to pull away. Nothing doing, however, is now Johnny Benson and Kevin Harvick start to pull up. And Barney, as we go on in this green flag session, the lines get higher and higher and higher. A couple of cars flirting with the gray stuff here at turns three and four. Jeff Gordon, probably the main one of those, Barney. He's taking it way up against that outside wall. Yeah, that's something we really haven't seen that much of here at the California Speedway over the last few years is guys running that close to the wall. Everybody has worked and worked to try and get their cars to run right down at the bottom of the racetrack. I think in practice, some of the guys started running a little bit higher and found out without binding the car up and keeping it freed up going through the turns, you could still take the long way around the racetrack and have even quicker laps. It's working today, certainly for Jeff Gordon and several others. Here's Brett Bodine peeling off the banking, coming down along the pit lane. I would think this would be an unscheduled stop. 
Brett was running up in about the 18th position when he gave up his spot to come down along the pit lane. Let's follow that stop now as he pulls in in front of Winston Kelly. Actually, we're getting into that time about for green flag pit stops. The last ones came on lap 61. They went somewhere between 45 and 50 for most of the leaders, but since Brett had fallen back just a little bit, not a whole lot to lose, so they're going to make a four-tire stop and hope the green flag stays out and they can pick up some time with the fresh tires as Mike Hillman and the boys finish the work on the machine. Four-tire, 76 fuel. Let's give you a rundown how they're running before those pit stops do come up that would be scheduled here very shortly as we see Michael Walter bring his car in. Jeff Gordon leads, Jimmy Spencer second, Johnny Benson third, Kevin Harvick is fourth. Fifth would be Ricky Rudd, Jeremy Mayfield is sixth, Rusty Wallace is seventh, Bernhardt Jr. is now up to eighth, Robert Presley is ninth, Ward Burton is tenth, Tony Stewart is eleventh, Casey Atwood's twelfth, Jerry Nadeau thirteenth, Mark Martin fourteenth, Jeff Green is fifteenth, Steve Park would be sixteenth, Ricky Craven seventeenth, Sterling Marlin eighteenth, Matt Kenseth nineteenth, and Todd Bodine, whom we haven't talked a, a whole lot about after this last round of pit stops, Todd finds himself all the way back in twentieth position. Four cars coming down for service. Mike Wallace is in. Barney told you that uh, Michael Waltrip made a stop. Here now Steve Park slowing as he comes in to make a stop. Let's go to Tony Rizzuti. Michael Waltrip was in. They changed four tires and gasoline. Michael's been battling a slight tight condition, but really not too bad. Mike Wallace came in. Once again, they elected to only change right side tires. They just really feel like they need the track position right now. Also in is Mike Skinner. The crew flies around to the right side. Jack it up. They'll change right side tires on the Lowe's machine. Let's see if they'll make a two-tire or a four-tire stop. The Jack, they're having a little trouble on the right rear. They slide around. It'll be a four-tire stop for Mike Skinner. Winston Kelly. Uh, Steve Park pulls away in the Pennzoil machine. It was a four-tire stop. Just over 17 seconds. Very smooth. They made a slight chassis adjustment with the track bar. Now more cars making their way down pit road. Here comes Todd Bonine. We talked about Todd having dropped back. He was very strong in the early going here this afternoon. He brings this car to the attention of his pit crew. Here comes Terry Labonte into the pits right now. We'll see other stops coming up very shortly. Let's cover the stop on Todd Bodine. Todd skids into his pit down there. The crew comes over the wall and go to work on it. Uh, they will certainly be making some adjustments on his car, not handling to his liking. Dave Blaney is in right now. Here comes Johnny Benson on the pit road. And also, it looks like some of the other front runners coming in. Jeremy Mayfield is in the pits. Casey Atwood will be coming into the pits, along with others at the front of the field. See Ricky Craven peeling off to come in there. And other cars head down toward Jim Phillips. And here's Johnny Benson in as Todd Bodine leads his lap 107. All this schedule. Jeremy Mayfield is uh, in the pits. It'll be four tires. I think they're going to stay to routine. Four tires and fuel for him. Also, Johnny Benson getting four tires. Here comes Ricky Craven in the pits. And they'll probably put four tires on his particular machine. More cars and uh, well, here comes Jeff Burton, and he's had his problems. They already two laps down. They just can't get the handle on it. Burton comes in for a stop. They're going to work on the right side. Let's see if they make any kind of chassis adjustment. Yes, they will. Burton will get a chassis adjustment. Jeff Gordon also gives up the lead, and now it goes to his pit to get service down there. Quick report from Winston Kelly. Well, Jimmy Spencer's crew going to work on the left side of the car. This time, Wayne Jinks has the car pumped up. Terry Spalding and Kevin Sharp changing the left side tires. Second can of 76 fuel in. A good pit stop, 15.88 seconds. Now the crew working on the left side of the Jerry Nadeau car. He's been tight. They're going to raise the track bar on that machine. Four tires and fuel. Now back up to Jim Phillips. And Jeff Gordon completes his stop. Uh, Winston, the fuel. 
right side tires. Gordon's back on his way. Bill Elliott's in the pit right now. It's lap 109 for these stops. Let's see if Elliott goes for four. Yes, he'll go for four tires on his particular stop this time. Quick report from Tony Rizzuti. Well, Dale Jarrett has stalled the car. Excuse me, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has stalled the car. They had to spray ether in it. They just pushed him away, so a tough break for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Also in was Joe Nemechek. He had taken two tires to stop before. He took four tires this time. Also in was Stacy Compton. He's been battling just a tough race car all day long. They've had the hood up. They've narrowed in the fenders. They've worked on the uh, front sway bar. It's been a real tough day for Stacy Compton. Also a tough day for Ron Hornaday. The crew decided to bring a high downforce, high drag car here to California. They hoped that would plant the nose and make it better through the corners. Unfortunately for Ron, he's reporting that when he gets around traffic, he picks up a bad aero push. Dale Jarrett gives up the lead and brings his car down to the attention of his crew, and caution is coming onto the speedway. The yellow flag is on the speedway, and it will be the second one this afternoon. It comes out at lap 113. Some debris found up on the racetrack over in turn two, Barney, is what they're saying is the cause for the caution. Dale Jarrett had just taken over the lead and came down along the pit lane to make his regularly scheduled stop here at lap 113. So our second caution of the day that would cycle Jeff Gordon back around as the race leader, giving us 14 lead changes now among uh, 12 different drivers so far here today. 117 laps on the board. They'll take the green flag at lap 118. Still a ways away from the halfway point here this afternoon. Pace car about to ease on the pit road as they get ready to come back down and make the start here this afternoon at the California Speedway. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Spencer, Johnny Benson, Ricky Rudd, and Rusty Wallace. That's your top five. Then it will be Jeremy Mayfield, Robert Presley, Casey Atwood, and Ward Burton as they roar off toward turn number one. Green flag goes back in the air. First car being shown a lap down is Dale Earnhardt Jr., and he's going to try and get himself back on the tail end of that lead lap over in turn one. Earnhardt, who ran out of gas at just about this portion of the racetrack, just prior to the yellow, fights his way back Back onto the tail end of the lead lap. Opens up the door down low, and Kevin Harvick will ride down low for the lead in turn two. Dale Jr. tries to run away and hide down that back stretch. Jeff Gordon is your leader. Right behind him is Jimmy Spencer, Ricky Rudd, and they're double wide for the fourth position. Here comes Gordon to the outside of Kevin Harvick, which would be another lap machine, but Harvick able to score it in front of Gordon. Earnhardt Jr. got himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. Now Harvick does as well as he squeezes by Jeff Gordon, brings along Jimmy Spencer to take the top spot. So Spencer grabs the lead at the start-finish line, pulling just up in front of Jeff Gordon. Spencer now leads the parade into turn number one. Gordon drop kicked back to the second spot. Spencer again riding high, wide, and handsome, using that upper lane to his advantage. Rolls it off, turns into the back straightaway. Top two cars have cleared some of the lap traffic. Here comes Jimmy Spencer down the back stretch, trying to deal with Kevin Harvick. Jeff Gordon is in the second spot. Ricky Rudd is in third. Johnny Benson, a very full fourth. Kurt Busch, another lap machine between the second and third spot. And Rusty Wallace trying to get up there and be a player this afternoon after good pit work. Got Rusty back out there a moment ago. He is up in the top six or seven also. But at the point, it would be Kevin Harvick hanging out there, leading him back into turn number one. He's not the leader. He just got himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. And Jimmy Spencer is going to do everything he can to hold on to the lead in two. Spencer holding the lead, trying to get around Harvick, but not going to take a lot of undue chances to get past the lap start. He runs it down the back straightaway about four car lengths up running for his life, does not want to go a lap down. He's nose to tail with the leader, Jimmy Spencer, who follows him into turn three. Spencer looks a little bit high, then it's back to his 
second spot of Jeff Gordon. Still riding the rim here at turns three and four for the second position. Got another driver trying to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. Kurt Busch, who started off badly today, putting in fuel before the drop of the green flag. He's racing alongside Jeff Gordon, trying to unlap himself. Won't do it this time. Gordon squeezes by now as he makes his way into turn one. Busch on the bottom of the racetrack. Can't get past Gordon. Now he's about to be overhauled up high by Ricky Rudd. Rudd on the high side going after Busch, but Kurt Busch will not give up without a fight. He comes back to the inside of Gordon. So it's Jimmy Spencer in the top spot. Then about five car lengths back to the second position of Jeff Gordon. Ricky Rudd right on his bumper as they come in and turn three. But Rudd has to deal with the lap machine of Kurt Busch. Backs out of the throttle. And for the moment, Jeff Gordon can breathe easy. And Ricky Rudd not going to be able to get a run on Jeff Gordon as they come back into the front straightaway and put 122 laps on the scoreboard. There will be 31 cars still showing on the lead lap. Matt Kenseth is the last car that is on the lead lap for the moment. Although Earnhardt Jr. and Kevin Harvick are on the tail end of the lead lap, so technically we have 33 cars basically still on the lead lap. Scramble is for second place off turn two. Jeff Gordon leads the way. Actually, that's the battle uh, for uh, the position that Ricky Rudd is after. He goes down to the inside of Gordon on the back straightaway. They will drag race to three. And that is the fight for second. In fact, it's a three-car fight between Ricky Rudd, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, and now Johnny Benson joins the party. They're two by two by two off the corner. Jeff Gordon drifts way high up in turn four, just like he did in turn two. Gives plenty of racing room down on the inside. If you're strong enough, come on. Try it. Ricky Rudd tried off turn four. Couldn't do it. He'll fall back in line. Now behind him, Rusty Wallace and Johnny Benson go at it. It's a Benson up on the outside lane trying to make the run on Rusty Wallace. They've got Tony Stewart right there in the mix. Not far behind Jeremy Mayfield. Make that now a four-car battle for position as they exit turn two. Here they come, single file, though now Rusty Wallace steps out of line. He'll drop alongside Johnny Benson. That would be the fight for fourth. As side-by-side, wheel-to-wheel into turn three. Ricky Rudd now for the second spot. Looks to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Nothing doing there. Not close enough to pull off the pass. All that hard racing back in second place has let Jimmy Spencer get away from the field again. He's opened up a big lead of about a second and a half on everybody else. Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Johnny Benson, and Rusty Wallace being everybody else for the moment. Rusty finally squeezes fourth place away from Johnny Benson. Tries to work his way closer to the front. They go to turn one. And another spot further behind. Another battle. Jeremy Mayfield pushes the nose down to the inside of Tony Stewart. The Ford on the inside. The Pontiac on the outside as they go nose to nose. This would be the struggle for six between Stewart and Jeremy Mayfield. They're side by side. Who will win the drag race into turn three? It will be Jeremy Mayfield. As Stewart backs off a little bit and Robert Presley has to check up. So a close moment there for Presley, and he's nose to tail with Tony Stewart. Presley still having a good run here today in the eighth position, trying to get the seventh spot away from Tony Stewart. Here they come now, nose to tail across the line, following the car of Jeremy Mayfield. This is sixth, seventh, and eighth we're looking at, with Mayfield hanging on to the sixth spot, Stewart on his bumper in seventh, and Presley trying to get by from the eighth position. Robert Presley sniffing down low in that low lane, drives it to the inside of Tony Stewart. He'll take another spot away as they hit the backstretch. Solid move by Robert Presley to get around Tony Stewart. Now he sets his sights on Jeremy Mayfield, who's only about three car lengths in front of him. Here's the move for second, however, as Ricky Rudd looks down to the bottom of the racetrack through turns three and four, trying to wrestle it away from Jeff Gordon. Ricky's one of those cars that has been trying to run at the bottom of the speedway here all afternoon, while Jeff Gordon again keeps his car right out against the wall and gets a little bit quicker run coming off the corner and will be able to hang on to the position. Take you back through the top 25. It's Jimmy Spencer leading, Jeff Gordon second, Ricky Rudd third, Rusty Wallace fourth, Johnny Benson is fifth, Jeremy Mayfield shows sixth, Robert Presley is seventh, Tony Stewart is eighth, Steve Park is ninth, and Ward Burton make the top ten. 
Todd Bodine is 11th. 12th is Jerry Nadeau. Mark Martin's 13th. Casey Atwood is 14th. Sterling Marlin is 15th. Give 16th to Ricky Craven. Jason Leffler would be 17th. 18th is Dale Jarrett. Bill Elliott's 19th. And Mike Wallace is 20th on the Napa leaderboard. 21st will be Michael Waltrip. And 22nd is Joe Nemechek, 23rd, John Andretti, Andy Houston, 24th, and Bobby Labonte is 25th. Napa Auto Parts, where NASCAR fans get their parts. Boy, they're racing four wide off turn four. Bobby Labonte goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. He and Andy Houston, Joe Nemechek, John Andretti, and Brett Bodine. A heavy clump of traffic. This is going on now. Back in the field now for about the 15th spot. Let's follow it to turn two. Andy Houston leads that group then side by side. It's Bobby Labonte on the bottom of the racetrack. Joe Nemechek topside, and three wide right behind them as they are all swapping positions. They fan out, coming off of turn two and go two and three wide. Now they single file it down the back stretch. It is Andy Houston losing, or excuse me, leading that group. Bobby Labonte, Joe Nemechek, Rick Bodine. Hutch Strickland now is in that mix. Rusty Wallace rode around here for several laps, watching a great battle for second between Jeff Gordon and Ricky Rudd. Finally saw the opportunity and blew by them both. He's now the second-place man behind Jimmy Spencer, just past halfway in the Napa Auto Parts 500. Jimmy Spencer's lead in the Napa Auto Parts 500 is now one and a half seconds over Rusty Wallace. Jeff Gordon rides along in third. Still a good battle from second on back with Wallace, Gordon, Ricky Rudd, and Johnny Benson, the contenders there. Rest of the top ten right now, Robert Presley, who's having an excellent day. He's shown in sixth. Jeremy Mayfield is seventh. Steve Park now up to eighth. Tony Stewart is ninth. And Ward Burton has now broken into the top ten. Jimmy Spencer is just having an outstanding day here, and his teammate earlier, Todd Bodine, was running right up there with him, although Todd has fallen a little bit back in the field right now. But why don't we get a word out of Jimmy Spencer's pit? That uh, team has got to be very happy here. Let's see if we can edge up here and uh, get with Donnie Wingo one more time. Seems like you got it dialed in. Have you changed anything all day long, Donnie? Yeah, the car it got a little bit free on that second run, so we uh, tightened it up just a little bit, just made a little track more adjustment. Other than that, we kind of cut it close on gas at one stop. We thought we were going out, but we did. So, got to watch out here. That's Donnie Wingo, the crew chief, sitting high atop the pick box. You've been talking about the mummy returns. they got a mummy sitting just behind Donnie Wingo up here on the pit box, and somebody put T. Carter on the back. You probably read where they put the names of the crew members. So poking a little fun at their owner, Travis Carter. But Jimmy Spencer, the man having a lot of fun today as he continues to lead. Yeah, they've been having a lot of fun with Spencer all weekend long, Joe, on that. They were the team was good-naturedly kidding him yesterday. He said, we got the mummy on the outside of the car and the dummy on the inside of the car, but mummy and dummy is doing the job here today. I'm going to tell you that. I'll tell you what, they certainly are. And of course, uh, the mummy returns a uh, new movie coming out being promoted here on uh, Jimmy Spencer's machine. He's doing a great job for him. Well, Ricky Rudd's having a pretty good day as well. He's driving the same car that he ran at Charlotte and at Michigan last year in a car that, if you recall, was running well. Matter of fact, leading in both races towards the end of the race when a late race caution came out and cost Ricky a chance and getting back to victory lane. He's been trying to do that since going to work for Robert Yates Racing. Jim Phillips, what are they saying? Well, let's find out the crew chief, Michael McSwain. He's sitting up here looking at the stats and the sheet. Top five, Michael, right now. How close are you? Yeah, we got a pretty good car. Just a little bit loose. Keep making some adjustments. Keep gaining on a little bit. Uh, just can't quite hit the right adjustment. We'll see what we can do the next pit stop. We got up there about third a while ago. Yeah, like I say, we got a real good car, just not quite there yet. Okay, they're just not quite there is the word from Michael McSwain, Rick Rudd. But they're going to make some adjustments on this next stop, maybe that'll do the trick. 
Well, they've still got plenty of racing left here. 114 laps remain this afternoon of the Napa Auto Parts 500 here at the California Speedway. Rusty Wallace is getting stronger as the day goes by, too. And just kind of looking at the leaderboard here, Joe, uh, Robert Presley, who dropped back a couple of times, has been in and out of the top ten. All of a sudden, he's running very strong and able to stay up there. Let's go to pit road. Well, let's find out from Robin Pemberton what they've done to the car that's been pretty good all day long. Robin, you started back little bit ways in the pack and you've made steady progress all day have you made very many changes yeah we've changed the tires quite a bit it's uh, been a little too tight a little too loose but all in all we've been pretty pleased with it pretty good right now got pretty good grip right now I didn't hear you. got pretty good grip right now yeah we're in, we're in good shape that's robin Pemberton, the crew chief on rusty wallace's car they've had exceptional pit stops and have now made their way up into the top two and he's one of the men on the move and Robin's brother, Ryan Pemberton, is crew chief for Robert Presley. Just talking about uh, his success here today, having a great run. Started back in 42nd on a provisional. Robert Presley is about to break into the top five, now running in the sixth spot. He's had good runs this year, Barney. You were talking earlier about uh, last week at Talladega. But do you realize Robert has no top tens this season, his best being a 12th at Rockingham? It's A lot of times you'll see a team that will run good or race good, as we say, all the way through the race or through the majority of the race and then have circumstances, maybe somebody else's bad luck or maybe some mechanical problem befall them to deny them the good finishes they deserve. They race good, but getting the good finishes sometimes is awfully hard to do, and Roberts kind of had that problem. 138 laps are on the board. Jimmy Spencer continues to lead. Rusty Wallace getting closer to him. Jeff Gordon still very much in the hunt. Johnny Benson is fourth. And Ricky Rudd, a very strong race car here this afternoon, is fifth. Robert Presley right behind him in the sixth spot. Steve Park just took over the seventh position from Jeremy Mayfield. Mayfield about to lose the eighth spot now. Tony Stewart flashes by him off turn four. Let's check back into the pits. Well, let's talk to James Itz, the crew chief for Johnny Benson. They've been up there all day long. We can make the right adjustments. I think we got a shot here at the end. I think they do. The top four right now, that's James Ince, crew chief for Johnny Benson. Joe and I are just sitting here in the booth talking about uh, some things you'd like to see in this event. It's always great to see a first-time winner, a guy that's been around a long time like Michael Waltrip did at Daytona so, so long, uh, getting a win, and the other first-time winners we've had this season, Kevin Harvick and people like that, uh, and also Elliot Sadler getting that win up at Bristol a few weeks ago. That's just good for racing, and, and those guys work just as hard as the teams that win a majority of races every year. In fact, they work harder, truthfully. And a win means so much to one of these teams. They come out here and, and it's all about performance and trying to squeeze out the little extra that it takes to run well and try to avoid the bad luck that can befall you in the running of one of these NASCAR Winston Cup races. Yesterday, great example with Hank Parker Jr. squeezing out the win in the NASCAR Bush Series race, the Auto Club 300. And who knows, maybe today somebody like a Robert Presley who really needs to score a win. Maybe somebody else that uh, is doing quite well today. Like, well, let's look down the list. Todd Bodine Benson. is looking good. Johnny Benson having a great day. Casey Atwood has been in the top 20 practically all day. And how about Andy Houston? He's maintained his spot in the top 25, right now running in the 22nd position. Jimmy Spencer's done a whale of a job of hanging on to the lead, but right now he's getting his most serious challenge. The last couple of laps around, Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace have just tried to eat his 
lunch, so to speak. They're over in turn three. Jeff Gordon is threatening from the second spot. He'll ride the rim around turns three and four. It, it enables him to carry a lot of speed into turn three, but he pays the price as he exits the corner. And the caution flag comes out as they work through turn three. Several drivers had reported there was some oil on the racetrack down in turn number three. NASCAR has heeded the call, and they'll be sending out uh, a vehicle to check on that condition there in turn three. So caution waves for the third time here this afternoon. First came out on lap 60 when Bobby Labonte spun coming off turn four. Second was because of debris over in turn three. And now the third caution here at lap 146 because of oil found on the racing surface in turn number three. Spencer was looking good for a long time. You guess maybe Jeff Gordon was just maybe laying back for a while, waiting for the time to strike. I tell you, Jeff's got a good car, but Spencer's got a good car too. And uh, if, if you had to flip a coin of who had the best car, it would be, be a hard call the way they've both driven the race here this afternoon. And hopefully they can get good pit stops, get back out there and keep this battle going. But Spencer done a great job here today, along with Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace and Johnny Benson and Ricky Rudd. Those are the top five as they get ready to pit here in just a moment. Steve Park shown in sixth as they took the caution. Robert Presley hangs in there very solidly in the top ten. Robert is seventh. Tony Stewart gets a little bit closer to the front each time they make a pit stop. He is eighth. Jerry Nadeau would be ninth. And Jeremy Mayfield, who had a very strong car and led some of the event here early this afternoon, has now dropped all the way back to two-tenth position. Todd Bodine still got a good race car, but they have fallen back and not been able to get back up there. They need to get a really good pit stop and get some track position here. He's shown right now in the 11th spot. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Ray Bestas Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break during today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Ray Bestas Breaks are the official breaks of NASCAR. Here they come on the pit road. Jimmy Spencer brings them down. Jeff Gordon comes into the pits. Rusty Wallace is in the pits. Johnny Benson is on pit road. Ricky Rudd is in the pits. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Jimmy Spencer, the first to come to a stop. Just in front of him on the other side of the pit opening is Tony Stewart. Here comes Rusty Wallace. They've had quick stops all day long. See who can be the first out. Pitting just in front of Wallace is Casey Atwood. Bobby Devaney, who's had his problems all day long. Mark Martin, you talked about has had problems. They're going to make major chassis adjustments there. Steve Park has been making up time. They're up to seventh after having fallen all the way back to 25th. Rusty Wallace, the first down and away. Then comes Tony Stewart, Jimmy Spencer, and Robert Presley. Now up to Jim Phillips. Pettis, Jeff Gordon just beat Rusty Wallace out. Also in down here, Kevin Harvick with a lucky break, got his lap back. Ward Burton is in. John Andretti, Ricky Rutz, and his car was pushing up the racetrack. Jeremy Mayfield in. Bill Elliott in. All these cars with four tires and gasoline. Dale Jarrett in for service, along with Johnny Benson. Now down to Tony Rizzuti. Robert Presley was in. Also in was Michael Waltrip, Sterling Marlin, Andy Houston. Those cars all took four tires and 76 racing fuel. An extended stop for Mike Skinner. The crew working on the left rear of the car. And this is a tough break for Mike Skinner. First five off pit road is going to be Jeff Gordon beats everybody out uh, kind of the racetrack. Rusty Wallace comes out second. Right behind him will be Ricky Rudd, who should line up on a restart here in a moment in third. Then Steve Park came out fourth, and it looked like Tony Stewart make the top five as they get off pit road. Also an extended stop on pit road for Bobby Labonte, the pole sitter. Winston Kelly, what's the story there? Well, they're still trying to make adjustments on that car. They've been making a track bar adjustment. They added a uh, spring rubber to the right front the last time. They also tried to break the weld on the track bar so they can move the right rear tire forward. Bobby's just said the car's extremely loose and they've completely missed the setup so they're making drastic adjustments on the machine. They're going to bring him back down pit road one more time. Been a tough day for Bobby Labonte here at the Speedway after having started on the bud pole. 
the car just has not been to his liking at all, and they've continued to make adjustments every round of pit stops. They're trying to get it a little bit better as we are past the halfway point, showing 102 laps remaining. Joe Nemechek and Elliott Sadler stayed out, did not come in to make pit stops. Therefore, they will take over the top two positions now. Nemechek, the race leader. He'll become the 12th different leader here today. Elliott Sadler takes over the second position. Jeff Gordon falls in line in third. He was the first off pit road. Then Rusty Wallace and Ricky Rudd. That is the top five. Let's take you on back on the Napa leaderboard here after this round of pit stops. It is Joe Nemechek showing the way. Elliott Sadler is second. Jeff Gordon third. Rusty Wallace fourth. And Ricky Rudd is fifth. Sixth is Steve Park. Tony Stewart is seventh. Jimmy Spencer is eighth. Robert Presley ninth. And Johnny Benson completes the top ten. Eleventh is Jerry Nadeau. Jeremy Mayfield is twelfth. Sterling Marlin thirteenth. Ward Burton, 14th, and Dale Jarrett runs 15th. 16th is Mark Martin. Todd Bodine is 17th. Casey Atwood in 18th. 19th is Michael Waltrip. And Andy Houston having a great day. He's shown in 20th. Ricky Craven is 21st. Bill Elliott, 22nd. Mike Wallace, 23rd. Matt Kenseth, 24th. And Jason Leffler now shown in the 25th position. 26th is John Andretti. 27th, Hutt Strickland. 29th is Jeff Green. And 30th is Kevin Harvick. Brett Bodine is 31st. 32nd is Mike Skinner. And 33rd, Bobby Labonte. Those are the cars on the lead lap under caution. Just about to see a double file restart as the field works off turn four, coming back down to the line. They will complete lap 150. It will be exactly 100 laps to go in the Nap Auto Parts 500 as the green flag gets ready to wave. It's Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd, Steve Park, and Tony Stewart. That's the front five as they charge across the line. Now, first doing away with Kurt Busch, the first of the lap cars on the inside lane. Busch has been threatening to get back on the lead lap all afternoon long, but hasn't been able to do it. He won't be able to do it here either as Gordon and now Rusty Wallace work around him to the outside. Then it's Bush, third on the racetrack. Coming up on the outside, here's Ricky Rudd. Two-car breakaway up at the front. That would be Jeff Gordon and Rusty Wallace. They're using the lap machine of Kurt Busch as a buffer. Here comes Rusty now down to the inside. He wants the lead and he wants it early. He puts a couple of tires on the white line. Now gets a little bit loose as to back out of the throttle. They're wheel to wheel. Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon for the lead. Jeff Gordon takes that high line that he has run most of the day. Rusty at the bottom of the racetrack's got a good run, got a little help this time also from Kurt Busch. A little bit of a draft effect will push him to the front and he's got the lead as he takes it away from Jeff Gordon. They go back to turn one. Bush now down on the bottom of Jeff Gordon trying to get one more spot closer to the lead lap. Gordon for the moment will let him go. Now Ricky Rudd takes the peak to the inside on Gordon. Not quite close enough to make the challenge to the back straight away. He'll try to get close enough down the back stretch. Closes in on the rear bumper of Jeff Gordon. Still tucks into line. It'll be Rusty Wallace leading him into turn three by about five car lengths over Jeff Gordon. Ricky Rudd is in third. Steve Park in fourth. Rusty's had a great day here at the California Speedway, but this is the first time he has led today. He becomes the 13th different leader of the Napa Auto Parts 500. As Rusty leads the real scramble further back, Johnny Benson, Robert Presley, and Jeff Burton going at it. They are three wide now, charging into turn number one for the seventh spot. Benson on the bottom of the racetrack will get the position. Presley will fall next in line. Up on the outside, Jeff Burton beginning to go backwards. Mid trouble slamming the wall is Michael Waltrip. Ricky Craven spinning at the exit of turn two. Couple of cars through the infield taking evasive action. A hard lick for Michael Waltrip as he goes almost nose first straight in. Heavy damage on the right side of the Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. Ricky Craven avoids contact, has the car refired, and is pulling away. Caution on the speedway comes out at lap 152 and again for an incident over in turn number two just a moment ago. Ricky Craven and Michael Waltrip and a couple of other cars 
taking evasive action over there. Let's go back to Dave Moody. It happened very quickly, Barty. It may have been either a cut tire or perhaps some contact as Michael Waltrip's Chevrolet went virtually straight into the outside wall between turns one and two. A hard lick for Waltrip. Ricky Craven spun as drivers checked up and dove to the inside trying to avoid the Waltrip car. Craven, a good piece of driving, did a complete 360-degree spin, fired it up and kept on rolling. So the caution flag waves for the fourth time, and it is a good break for Kurt Busch because he's able to get his lap back, racing back to the start-finish line, getting by Rusty Wallace. Had several cars diving out of the pit road as they get ready to go back to green, making a late pit stop. Uh, Terry Labonte was one of those. Elliot Sadler was back in. So was Bobby Hamilton. Ricky Craven was pitting. So was uh, Kenny Wallace. And I believe Todd Bodine and Brett Bodine uh, also made a quick pit stop as they form up for a double-file restart up in turn number four. Been a really good race here at the California Speedway this afternoon. I mean, they've been mixing it up from the front of the field all the way to the tail end of the field all day long as the fans come to their feet getting ready for a restart. They will take the green at lap 158, and that will give us 92 laps to go. Rusty Wallace leads this time. Let's see how long Rusty can hang up there. Sitting right on his bumper is Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Steve Park, and Jimmy Spencer as they all take it down to turns one. One and two, racing for the lead. Leaders single it out, single file as they make it around the slower lap cars. It will be Rusty Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, then the lap car of Ron Hornaday. Two by two on corner number two, the lap car of Dave Blaney, followed by Steve Park. Top three are single file down the back stretch with Rusty Wallace showing the way. Jeff Gordon in second, Ricky Rudd a very, very close third. Then Steve Park is having trouble in the fourth position. He is hung up in traffic as the leaders continue to pull away, coming off of turn four. Rusty Wallace stretches out his lead by nearly five car lengths now over second place Jeff Gordon. The scramble further back as some of the cars try to get away from some of the lap traffic. Here goes Jeff Burton and Jimmy Spencer, Tony Stewart all charging to the high side of the banking. They're trying to clear themselves of Ken Schrader who has the inside lane covered. Schrader hanging on to that low lane. Jeff Burton trying to move high. Right behind him will be Johnny Benson trying to make their way around the slower cars. A little bit closer to the front it's Jimmy Spencer to the inside on Jeff Burton. Spencer continues to ride to the inside of Jeff Burton. Right behind Spencer is Tony Stewart and Johnny Benson. They are nose to tail into the corner with Jimmy Spencer leading that pack. Tony Stewart filling his mirrors. Everybody riding the low side of turns three and four. Now Jeff Burton is being shown a lap down, but Jeff's trying to get as close to the front of the field as he can each time around this racetrack. So if he gets a chance to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap, he will do it. He's passing Jimmy Spencer right now to get a little bit closer to the lead pack of cars led by Rusty Wallace in turn one. Jimmy Spencer is not going to give up that battle without a fight. He clings to the bottom of the racetrack. Burton washes way wide in turn two. That enables Spencer to drive away from him. Steve Park on the mark. He goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Now Jimmy Spencer in the fifth spot can concentrate on Steve Park for fourth. Spencer looks to the inside. That would have made it three wide, but he backs out of it and chooses to fire in the tire tracks of Steve Park. Both those cars hug the inside line of turn number four, trying to clear themselves of the lapped traffic. Tony Stewart, uh, a little bit further back, also trying to work himself out of traffic. He drops to the inside, getting by the Jeff Burton car. Closer to the front, though, here's Spencer trying to make a move. He and Steve Park race into turn one. Jimmy Spencer down on the bottom of the racetrack to the outside, the Dave Blaney car. Spencer boxed in. He's got Ron Hornaday in front of him. Blaney to the outside. Nowhere to go for Spencer. All 
all of this action happening behind the top three cars. It's Rusty Wallace with about one car length advantage over Jeff Gordon in second, Ricky Rudd in third. Then it's a ways back to Steve Park all by himself in fourth, but that may not last for long. Jimmy Spencer is coming in fifth. Jimmy Spencer is driving the wheels off the mummy car here this afternoon, trying to get back up there and lead some more of the race here at the California Speedway. One thing that's been consistent all day long, except maybe for Rusty Wallace and the fact that Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Steve Park, and Jimmy Spencer on short runs or long runs have had very strong cars. Rusty's got a strong car for the moment. He's in turn two. Two car length advantage over Jeff Gordon. Another two back to Ricky Rudd. And it's seven or eight car lengths back to the fourth place machine of Steve Park. No change in the top three. Here comes that fight for fourth. Steve Park has it. Jimmy Spencer wants it. Spencer able to hug down to the bottom of the racetrack. Who turns three and four. Now Park puts it down there. And a little bit of wiggle on the nose of the Pennzoil Chevrolet. Big back of traffic a little bit further back as Ward Burton tries to dig himself out of heavy traffic. Sterling Marlin back there, too. And I was just checking the list here, Barney, of the top 22 positions. We have five rookies having a great day here today at California Speedway. You get Casey Atwood running 15th. Andy Houston is running 17th now. Kurt Busch is 18th. Jason Leffler is 20th. And Kevin Harvick running along in the 22nd position. But Rusty Wallace right now in pretty good shape. Although Dan Hubbard, he might get busy real quickly. Here comes Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon able to close the gap down the back straightaway, but not really able to make an impression through the corner. So for the moment, the Ford of Rusty Wallace is handling a little bit better. Jeff Gordon overall, all day long since they put him under green here earlier this afternoon, has had the car that can seem to come from any position back in the top ten and get himself back to the front of the field. On occasion, he's gotten aggressive and grabbed the lead and led several laps, and he seems to be content to drop back to second or third or fourth or fifth place, Dave Moody, but every time he can get back up there. Well, that's right, Barney, and I think one of the major reasons is that his car will go anywhere that there's an opening. Just about everybody else is either good on the bottom, good in the middle, good on the top. Gordon can put that car wherever nobody else is, and he can make the pass. Here it turns three and four. Gordon has been riding the rim all afternoon, but now he's He's putting a couple of tires on the white line. He figures this is the best way to do it as he chases Russell Wallace for the lead. Holds a spot there in the second position. Just a couple of car lengths off the rear deck of race leader Rusty Wallace. Also looking back at the pack, a couple of guys who've had their problems today beginning to show up here in the final 86 laps. Dale Jarrett, who was as far down as 33rd for a while. Suddenly, he's up to the 12th position. Mark Martin, whose name we haven't mentioned more than about three times all day. He's up to the 11th spot. And Ward Burton now working his way to the front of the field. Ward is now up to the 10th position. 85 laps to go here today as Rusty Wallace is the man in charge. Jeff Gordon rides along in second. It's probably seven, eight car lengths back to Ricky Rudd, who's in the third position. Fourth is Steve Park. Fifth is Jimmy Spencer. Sixth is Tony Stewart. Robert Presley rides along in seventh. Jeremy Mayfield is eighth. Ninth is Johnny Benson. And Ward Burton now has broken into the top 10 in that 10th position. Let's pick up the battle now for the fourth position. Ricky Rudd there trying to hold off Steve Park. They hit to turn one. Steve Park just beginning to creep a little bit closer with every passing lap. He's got that Pennzoil Chevy right down on the white line. He will draw a bead now on Ricky Rudd. Look to make the move off turn two. Not quite close enough. Ricky Rudd, who was running with the top twos, tends to uh, fade back just a little bit. Now his mirrors are full of the Pennzoil Chevrolet as Steve Park makes it close. Now they're all pretty close from second on back. Nose to tail, riding the rim around turn three and four. 167 laps about to be put on the scoreboard for the leader, Rusty Wallace, as he comes across the stripe. And this may be the juncture of the race where they all just decide to kind of ride for a while as the field strings out single file now all the way back through about the 14th or 15th position. We're talking about Steve Park having a good run here today. He currently is in fourth place.
base. That's another team that has really turned the corner, so to speak, and Winston Kelly's been in the vicinity of that team most of the afternoon. Well, Barney, they were back in 25th position and made their way up. You've made a lot of progress, Paul Andrews. What all have you done to the car? Man, we've, uh, we've, we've freed it up a lot. You know, we started the race way too tight for the track conditions today, and uh, we, we've just been taking a wedge out, making air pressure adjustments, moving track bars, all the normal stuff. You know, we've uh, come a long way here. It's been a tough day. How is it right now? It's really good right now. You know, we can uh, we probably need to work on a little bit more, but as much as we had to do, we're, we're pretty happy with what we got. That's crew chief uh, Paul Andrews on Steve Park's machine. They started, had a good qualifying run in seventh, but fell all the way back to the 25th position. As he said, they were extremely tight, and they've been trying to loosen the car up. Now, Steve Parks made his way into the top five in the Pennzoil Chevy. Steve having a good run here this afternoon. Let's pick up a good battle going on a little further back in the field. That would be Hut Strickland and Casey Atwood, and I believe Andy Houston is locked up in that one, too. It's in the they middle are of the side-by-side, side, Barney, as they come down into turn three. Andy Houston up high, Hut Strickland down low. Give the position for the moment to Strickland. Now, Andy working that outer groove. It really does work for the McDonald Ford. They're still wheel-to-wheel off the turn. I am very impressed with the run that Andy Houston is having here this afternoon. Up to the fifth. 15th position is now the battle for second flares up in turn one. Ricky Rod all of a sudden decides it's time for him to get busy again. He tucks the Texaco car down on the bottom of the racetrack. He pulls even with Jeff Gordon side by side. That's the race for second. Here they come down the back stretch. Rusty Wallace is pulling away. Now Ricky Rudd tucks back in the line because Steve Park had an idea about taking away third. So from second on back, they are nose to tail. Gordon fans out wide. Ricky Rudd keeps it down low. Steve Park right in the middle of the mix. Those three can't afford to run too much door to door back there because if they do, Rusty Wallace will be long gone. Jeff Gordon trying to hang on to second place. Steve Park dives underneath him as they come out of turn number four. Gordon out against the outside wall. Down to the inside comes Park and Gordon's going to out horsepower him, at least here in the front straightaway. Can he hold him off in turns one and two? It's a dead even race into turn number one. Park on the bottom of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon a bit higher up. Ricky Rudd looking for room to work right behind him. Dead even off turn number two. Steve Park and Jeff Gordon. Well, all this is going on. Rusty Wallace is pulling away. Opens up his lead by about 10 to 11 car lengths. Gordon now nails down the second spot. Had some help from Ricky Rudd from behind. The draft played into Gordon's favor, so now he nails down the second spot. Runners in third, Steve Park in fourth. Ricky Rudd helped, then got some help as he squeezes by Steve Park now to move up to the third position, although Park comes back here on the front straightaway. Only one car out of the race. It is Michael Waltrip. He's at the care center with Tony Rizzuti. Well, actually, Michael has declined to talk right now. He said the car got loose on him and just got away. Heavy damage to the right side. The Napa team looks like they're just trying to get it good enough to where they can load it back up in the trailer. But Michael said, I'm fine. I'm just a little upset right now. I want to just calm down and try to figure out what exactly happened. The good news is Michael is okay. The car is not. He is the only retiree here at the California Speedway this afternoon. The attrition rate very low. Michael Waltrip, the only car in the garage area. We've seen a good race from start to where we are right now. Rusty Wallace has an probably the second biggest advantage that we have seen here today. At one point, Jimmy Spencer had pulled away for about seven or eight seconds ahead of everybody. Rusty is now almost two seconds out front of Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon still got his hands full, just holding on to second place in turn two. He's certainly got plenty of attention from Ricky Rudd right now. Rudd rides in the number three spot, not far behind. Fourth place belongs to Steve Park. Then it's side-by-side side right behind them. Tony Stewart fighting his way to the bottom on Jimmy Spencer. Yeah, the tag team of Jimmy Spencer and Tony Stewart have come 
caught the top five cars. Jeff Gordon now brings him in from the second position. Ricky Rudd is in third. They're going to have to get around the slower machine of Ricky Craven, who takes the tide forward all the way down to the apron. Ricky Craven was uh, fined for speeding on pit road. That cost him another stop and go after being involved in that crash back on lap 152 with Michael Waltrip. Here comes the battle now for the second spot once again to turn number one. Jeff Gordon busy there trying to hold off Ricky Rudd. Getting plenty of attention. Rudd just there bothering Gordon. Hasn't really had enough to make a major move against the DuPont Chevrolet. Same holds true this time off turn two. It is Gordon and Rudd nose to tail. So it's still single file racing down the back stretch. Rusty Wallace with a big lead. Jeff Gordon in the second spot. Ricky Rudd in third. Then about two car lengths back for the fourth spot is Steve Park. Although Spencer now has an idea from the fifth position trying to take away that lower line. How good is Jeff Gordon's car? He's led a great deal of this race. He stayed up in the top ten all afternoon. Seems to be able to come from almost any position in the top ten and get himself back to the front of the field. Let's get a report out of his pit. Jim Phillips is there. Well, let's talk to Robbie Loomis. Uh, climb up the ladder here. Get a word from Robbie. How's the car right now, Robbie? tight for one more stop, and I think they might be able to make it, and he said, uh, if you couldn't hear him good, his car is tight right now, wants to push up the racetrack, and that's the reason Gordon is using all the real estate in these turns he can. i tell you what, he has adapted very well. He ran, as we told you earlier this afternoon, at the bottom of the racetrack, probably the first 70 or 80 laps of this race, he was right down to the white line, and then all of a sudden, they made a pit stop, and he was running right out against the wall, and as he works his way over to turn two, this time he goes through there, Dave Moody, just about in the middle of the corner. He'll split the difference, Barney, run just about in the middle of the racetrack where it seems to be the most comfortable. Ricky Rudd has backed off of him, not pressing the point for second because as they look up ahead, disappearing quickly is Mark Martin. So far, Jeff Gordon has been up to the challenge of Ricky Rudd, but Jimmy Spencer looks a little bit impatient from that fifth position. He is pressuring Steve Park as they come off of turn four. Further back for the 12th position, side-by-side action over in turn number three. Mark Martin had to squeeze to go underneath the lap car of Dave Blaney. Sterling Marlin there with him. Sterling's not had a real good day, but now starting to come to life here. But first, he's got to get by Mark Martin. Here they come down to the line. This is a race for the 12th position, side by side across the stripe. Dale Jarrett just behind them. He's riding along in 14th. Then comes Hunt Strickland in 15th. Give the advantage to Sterling Marlin as he'll make the pass down on the inside line. Mark Martin drop kick back a spot. Now he's got a rear view mirror full of DJ who goes down to the inside on the lap car of Dave Blaney. DJ could not get around Dave Blaney. He wanted to clear him as he came off of turn two, could not do it, so he slots in behind Blaney. Dale Jarrett now goes down low as Blaney gives Dale Jarrett plenty of racing room. Jarrett trying to catch Mark Martin and Sterling Marlin. Dale Jarrett's had to play catch-up all day long to get himself back up in the top ten. He's scrambling right now just as hard as he can to get back up there from 14th position. 181 laps are on the board. That'll give us 69 to go here in the Napa Auto Parts 500 at the California Speedway. Still that good scramble going on back in the pack over in turn two. It is Dave Blaney, the lap car, drifting way up to the outside lane. That'll force Dale Jarrett to check up. Jarrett caught up with a couple of slower cars to try to find his way through and get back in touch with Mark Martin. Dale Jarrett so far being frustrated lap after lap by lap traffic. Sterling Marlin and Mark Martin continue to pull away. Again, Marlin in the 12th spot. 
Mark Martin in 13. Dale Jarrett being shown in the 14th position. Talked about the good run by several rookies here this afternoon, and one I've mentioned a few times is Andy Houston having a great run, his first time in a NASCAR Winston Cup machine here at the California Speedway, although he has had a good bit of success here in NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series racing at this racetrack. Tony Rizzuti is in the McDonald's pits. Well, let's get a word with crew chief Joe Garone. Joe, your rookie driver's having a pretty good run out there today. Yeah, not bad. We're, uh, we're struggling a little bit of chassis adjustments here with the temperature uh, getting hotter. and But we've actually improved the car throughout the race and we'll just try and get to the end of it. That's the word from Joe Garone. They're just going to try to wait it out, get that final adjustment, and try to get Andy Houston even closer to the front. He's running along in the 18th position. Other rookies doing well here today. Kevin Harvick, you'd almost expect that after his year, winning earlier this season at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Harvick's in the 16th spot. You've got Casey Atwood, who's been good all day. He's 20th. And Jason Leffler having a very good day so far. He's shown in 21st. Got a pretty good scramble going on back there right now at Jimmy Spencer, Tony Stewart, and Steve Park. Kind of lockhorn, so to speak. Here they come off turn number four, working their way back into the front straightaway. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Rusty Wallace has really opened a big lead right now. He's a little better than two and seven-tenths seconds ahead of that pack of traffic that we're talking about running behind him as they all go back over to turn two. Rusty Wallace now will have to deal with a couple of lap cars. He'll look to get underneath the Stacy Compton to be at the exit of turn number two. Jeff Gordon running in second. Ricky Rod is third. Jimmy Spencer is up to the fourth spot. That's the good news for Jimmy as he made his way past two other cars. The bad news is he lost a good deal of distance between the two in front of him. He may have made his way past, but he certainly hasn't lost him as Tony Stewart and Steve Park still cling to the shirt tails of Jimmy Spencer. He rides down to the bottom of the racetrack here through turns three and four, but he still has his mirrors full of Tony Stewart and Steve Park. Here come those cars now from fourth on back, racing off turn four, back to the start-finish line. Spencer in fourth, Tony Stewart in fifth, and Steve Park in fifth. Two or three car lengths separate that pack as they head to turn one. It is Spencer leading that now third draft of cars. Rusty Wallace all by himself. Gordon and Rudd running second and third pretty much together. Then Spencer, Stewart, and Park to the backstretch. Spencer coming off way wide off the turn allows Tony Stewart to close the gap. That would be the fight for fourth and fifth. And now they're starting to leave Steve Park a little bit behind. Steve Park about two, two and a half car lengths off the rear deck lid of Tony Stewart. Everybody gets through clean at turn four. Begin to string out just a little bit as they put 190 laps on the scoreboard. That'll give us 60 to go here in the Napa Auto Parts 500 at the California Speedway. The only Dodge that has been up toward the front of the field for the most part this afternoon has been the one by Sterling Marlin. He is currently listed back in 12th position. Why don't we get a word out of his pit? Tony Rizzuti is there. Yeah, let's talk to his crew chief, Lee McCall. Lee, you've been hovering around 10th and 15th all day. Is there any one particular adjustment Sterling's asking for that you think might get him up a little closer? Well, the Coors Light Dodge has uh, been pretty tight all day, and we just uh, keep adjusting on it, and uh, hopefully we get it better for the end of the run here. And uh, just a hat off to all the guys here on the Coors Light team, and uh, that's how it turns out. Hopefully we can get a top 10 today. Sterling's been one of those cars that we've been watching down here on this end of pit road that it seems like he's just one adjustment away from going to the front. He's having a hard time just staying up in the top 10 or 15 here this afternoon, but for the moment, he's driving the wheels off that Dodge to stay up in 12th position. Jim Phillips, you mentioned a moment ago, you were talking to one of the crew chiefs down there that they were going to try and stay out there and maybe go the distance with one more pit stop. What would they be looking at uh, stretching fuel lap-wise to do that? Well, we'd have to pit around uh, lap 200 this time, Barney, 201. 
and then hope they can run 52 laps on a tank of fuel or maybe 53. We haven't seen anybody stretch it that far today, but I, you can bet that if it comes down to winning this race today, that somebody will try to stretch it. As, uh, they'll try to run 50-50 if they could. That's the magic number on these two-mile racetracks is running and stop every 50 laps, and it just hasn't happened that way. And for some reason today, it could be the heat or something like that has caused the cars to use a lot more fuel. And if your car's tight and pushing up the racetrack, it will use a lot more fuel than normal. Well, they proved yesterday, Joe, that fuel mileage will win you a race. We saw a couple of cars stay out there when everybody else came in and topped off the tank, didn't change any tires, and that we thought that was a strategy, but not changing any tires. All of a sudden, Hank Parker Jr. and I believe Jeff Purvis right. stayed out there without uh, taking on fuel and finished first and second. Finished the top two positions just by making that gamble, and you better believe they'll try it here today. 57 laps to go, so we made us very well come down to that test before this one is over. Only two cars are out of the race, Michael Waltrip and Ricky Craven. They were involved in a crash back on uh, lap 154. Let's see if we get a word from Craven. Well, Craven's just putting his helmet back on, and they're getting ready to bolt off the window net, so we're not going to be able to talk to him as they're getting ready to send him back out on the racetrack. They've been working up underneath the rear end of the car to try to stabilize it. We didn't get an opportunity to talk to Ricky as his crew members have been in the uh, window there most of the time that he's been here on pit road. So Ricky Craven getting ready to return to action. Shirley Marlin has been trying to move up a notch. He put a move on Johnny Benson up through one and two the last time around, then had to tuck back in single file. We'll pick him up again as they come out of the corner. Sterling gets a good run on him here in the front straightaway. Took a look down to the inside, but Benson holds him off by a couple of car lengths. But Sterling again looks him over in turn number one. It is Benson and Marlin running nose to tail. Johnny Benson drifting up the racetrack. Marlin able to hold the course light. Dodge a bit further down on the asphalt, but not far enough to make the run. They'll hold him. That same order off, too. This would be the battle for the 11th position. Johnny Benson has it. Sterling Marlin now only about a car length and a half off the rear bumper of Johnny Benson. They come into turn three. Benson will ride it just a little bit high. Sterling Marlin puts the Dodge down low. Still not able to make an impression on Benson. What was a battle for fourth now goes away. Tony Stewart was racing alongside Jimmy Spencer. Spencer comes off the banking in turn four, heads to pit lane, along with the man who was running just behind them in fifth. Started to see the first of what should be the final pit stops in today's race. As we told you, Jimmy Spencer, Steve Park was in. Also, Jeff Burton made a stop a few moments ago. Should have some more coming up shortly. Back at the California Speedway, 31 cars on the lead lap, 19 lead changes among 13 drivers. Only four cautions so far today as we're starting to see the first of green flag pit stops. And this will be the final stops before this race ends. 51 to go. Here comes Rusty Wallace. The car is also coming in of uh, Ricky Rudd. Tony Stewart is in and Ward Burton. Let's go to Pick Road now by brought to you by McDonald's Drive-Thru. Rusty Wallace's crew now going to work on the right side of the car. They've had excellent pit stops all day long. Rob Jones has the car cranked up. Mike Goins and Bill Wilburn changing the tires. Now they wheel around to the left side. A good stop. Jason Engel, Doug Engel, I mean, getting the gas in. He's down and away. 15.31 seconds. An excellent stop for Rusty Wallace's team. Jim Phillips. We've got Johnny Benson in down here. Ward Burton is in. Leading Dodge today up at seventh place. Ricky Rudd is in. He's getting four tires and fuel also. Jeremy Mayfield in here at lap 199. And here comes Jeff Gordon on the pit road. Mike Wallace is in the pit. So is Robert Presley. Let's go down to Tony Rizzuti. Mike Wallace was in. They made a tire stop as well as Elliot Sadler. Four tires and 76 fuel. And now Elliot Sadler leaving his pit. Runs into the left side of Sterling Marlin. Sterling Marlin 
car comes in at an angle. The crew will go around to the right side, change right side tires. Now they'll swing around to the left side. Also in was Robert Presley. Looks like he may have only took two tires on the right side. More pit stops in front of Winston Kelly. Casey Atwood was weaving his Dodge back and forth as if he had run out of fuel as they came down pit road. They're going to make a track bar adjustment there. Further down pit road, the Jerry Nadeau machine is on pit road. He got four tires in fuel. He's away. Bobby Labonte on pit road. They're working on the right side of his machine. Winging around to the left side. Second can of fuel going in. They're spraying the ether in on Casey Atwood's car, so he had run out of fuel as he pulls away in just over 20 seconds. Jim Phillips. Well, we've had Jeff Gordon in down here, 17.3 on the stop. John Andretti just now leaving the pit lane. Dale Jarrett got four tires and fuel. It was lap 200 on these stops, and Bill Elliott is coming in right now at lap uh, 201, and we expect uh, some chassis adjustment for Elliott. They've changed the air pressure of the tires, but uh, no ratchet out, can't make any chassis adjustment. So Elliott getting four tires and fuel here on lap 201. And it's going to be very marginal as to whether anybody will gamble to go 50 laps on fuel. Some of them a little bit less than that if they make a pit stop a little bit later. Todd Bodine stays on the racetrack, so he is the leader. Hutt Strickland moves up into the number two spot. Then they're showing Kevin Harvick, Joe Nemechek, and Matt Kenseth, who have yet to make a pit stop, but they'll be coming in very shortly. A couple of drivers got a chance at leading for a few moments. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. led for one lap because of the stops, and he came in. Kevin Harvick took over, and as Barney told you, now it will be Todd Bodine taking the uh, top position, but uh, no doubt he'll have to come in again with uh, 48 laps remaining here in this event. Hutt Strickland moves up to the second spot now. He'll have to come in yet. Also, Kevin Harvick, who just made his stop, now shown in third. And you've got Nemechek left to come in. Matt Kenseth before you cycle back around to Rusty Wallace, who's now shown in the sixth spot. Kenseth is in, making his stop in front of Winston Kelly. And they just completed a four-tire stop. It was very smooth, very slight chassis adjustment on that machine. He's got very good gas mileage, so no problem there. As now Todd Bryan makes his way down in front of Jim Phillips. And here comes Todd Bodine, Weston, right side tires going on his Ford. First out of 76 fuel is in. No chassis adjustments as of yet. Todd made a late pit stop on the last time. He came back in at lap 157 and took on uh, four tires and fuel. And we thought he might wait a little bit longer, but he's down in the way. Lap 203, and we've got problems on the Todd Bodine pit stop. He's backing up, stops on the pit lane. So problems for Todd Bodine on his uh, stop. Right now the crew gets back out to push the car back in the pit box. That's going to be the second time today that Todd has had problems on pit road. I believe he stalled the car a little bit earlier this afternoon and had to play catch up a couple of times. They continue to try and get him back onto the speedway, but it may take him out of any chance he had to win here this afternoon as long as he is sitting on pit road, which could be the final stop of the afternoon. Todd Bodine has been shown as a leader, but as we said, he came onto pit road, and now Rusty Wallace cycles back around as the leader. Rusty Wallace takes over the top spot here at lap 204, giving us 46 laps to go. 23 lead changes so far this afternoon, among a total of, uh, what, 14 drivers who have uh, shared time at the top of the field. Only four times a caution flag has flown. Rusty Wallace again, the race leader now with Tony Stewart in second, Jeff Gordon third, Ward Burton fourth, and Jimmy Spencer fifth. Six is Robert 
Presley. Seventh is Ricky Rudd. Eighth is Steve Park. Ninth is Jeremy Mayfield. And tenth, Dale Earnhardt Jr. 31 cars shown on the lead lap. Only two out of the race. Michael Waltrip actually only won. Michael Waltrip because Ricky Craven was behind the wall for a while and has since come back. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com or when you attend a Winston Cup or Bush Series race, visit the familiar MBNA Green Booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just for applying. Jim Phillips, what happened on Todd's car? Did he stall the car? Did they run out of fuel? What? Well, he had a couple of things happen. Number one, he stalled it out. Number two, that got a tire roll away, Barney. Got a penalty for that. And then uh, the car would not start back, so the crew had to push it down the pit lane. Joins a multitude of problems for Todd Bodine. Todd Bodine is being shown in 32nd position. Trouble down the backstretch as Jerry Nadeau as he's looped it down the backstretch right in the middle. Now to the left side of the backstretch, there's plenty of cement and asphalt area. Nadeau did two 360s, kicked up a lot of smoke. Now he's refired the machine and rejoined the race. Caution on the speedway for the fifth time this afternoon. It'll come out at the field. We'll see it at lap 207 as Jerry Nadeau spins. Let's go back to turn three. It looked like Jerry Nadeau came off of turn two way loose. You can see the black tire marks of the exit of turn two. The tail got around him. Again, there's plenty of runoff area to the left side of the backstretch, so Nadeau had all kinds of running room. Time to straighten out the car, spun it around twice, got it pointed in the right direction, and he's headed back onto the track. Great save for Nadeau, keeping the car out of any further trouble, not making contact with anything else, but the caution flag comes out. It'll be interesting to see what kind of strategy we see played now with just 43 laps to go. A number of teams have uh, taken an opportunity to come on the pit road, although Rusty Wallace did not. And Barney, I'm not real sure about Jimmy Spencer's decision to come in and make the stop. Maybe he was uh, foxed by Tony Stewart's little uh, dash down towards the pit lane there. Well, they did make a little adjustment on the car, as Winston Kelly reported, too, so uh, maybe they needed that, but they certainly have now topped off the fuel tank, and that should not be a problem to go the distance here, should this race remain green. Here come a couple of more cars on the pit road. Jeff Burton brings his car in, Kyle Petty is in, and Steve Park is in the pits. Let's go back down to Winston. Well, Steve Park's crew going to work on the right side. They came in a little bit early, so not surprised that they came down pit road. They weren't going to be able to make it on fuel. See if we can ease up here and get a quick comment from Donnie Wingo. Donnie, why'd you choose to pit? We couldn't make it the rest of the way. I mean, we done run out one time. Fuel mileage day for us hadn't been too good, and that's kind of going to hurt us here at the end. That's what I was afraid of. Uh, so that's the decision there. They couldn't make it on fuel. When they came down the last time, the starter also wouldn't kick in, so they had to push it off. And when they came back in on lap number 196, they obviously couldn't make it the entire distance. Same thing for Steve Park. So that's the logic down here. Going to be some other cars that are fairly marginal as far as making it on fuel, but Jimmy Spencer has taken his out of the equation as far as running out of gas. He should be able to go the distance. Hutt Strickland having a great run today. Let's go down to his pit. Well, he is having a good run, uh, Barney. And uh, Junie Dunlevy, I know it's been a frustrating year. You've had a hard time making races, but you guys are running very strong here this afternoon. Yeah, we're mighty proud of Hutt and the whole team. They are really working together good. And it's nice to see the Hill Brothers car up in that battling with some real good automobiles. And it's good to see Junie Dunlevy. He's the car owner of this Hills Brother Ford. They're having a good run. You think these guys are excited? They're taking pictures of the pole board just to see how far they up. When they were up on second, they took pictures and high fives were all around. Junie's one of the nicest guys in the NASCAR Winston Cup garage. Even when they fail to make a race, when they crash out early, he's got a big smile on his face. I can imagine what kind of smile is on his face here today as they're running in the top 25. 
As here at the California Speedway, we get ready to wind this one down. 40 laps to go. We have 30 cars on the lead lap, and here they come off turn four for the restart. Rusty Wallace has hung on to the lead after that round of pit stops. Tony Stewart lines up right behind him. Jeff Gordon, Ward Burton, and the whole field go after him as they work their way across the start-finish line. A lot of lap traffic down to the inside, but the front two or three cars do away with that in a hurry as they go to turn two. Rusty Wallace takes advantage of that outside front row start, jumps away immediately. Tony Stewart gets around all but one lap car. That's the Mike Skinner machine. Right on Stewart's tail is Jeff Gordon. Field still coming up to speed. Down the back stretch. It is Rusty Wallace showing the way by about seven car lengths over that second place battle. Tony Stewart has it. Jeff Gordon wants it. Looks briefly to the inside. Now tucks in behind the Pontiac of Stewart. Their nose to tail off of turn four. That is a race for the third position as they come back off turn four. Gordon trying to get a line down on the inside of Tony Stewart, but his car not working very well down on the low side of the racetrack. Further back, here's Jeremy Mayfield and Ricky Rudd, they're busting out of a heavy pack of traffic running fifth and sixth, and they're stacked up double wide behind them. Haven't got a lot of time to wait. They cannot spend very many of these valuable last few laps fighting their way out of traffic. It's Mayfield and Rudd running nose to tail as they move in on the 93 of Dave Blaney. Single file racing down the back stretch as Rudd thought about stepping out of line, trying to get around Mayfield, but the car of David Blaney was there blocking. So Rudd will swing it up high through turns three and four, losing a little bit of touch now with Jeremy Mayfield, sliding about two car lengths off the rear deck. Problem for Casey Atwood. He has dived onto pit road, and the hood has gone up on that car. We'll follow up on that here in just a moment. For Rusty Wallace, man, he has opened up a lot of daylight on everybody right now. Tony Stewart trying to chase him down. Jeff Gordon, Ward Burton, and Jeremy Mayfield. But Rusty gets even further away in turn two. And he's still got the blocker, if you will, in the person of the lap car of Mike Skinner. Rusty Wallace trying to jump away and put this one away. Stewart still following Skinner. Wallace continues to fly down the back stretch, but Tony Stewart now gathering momentum in the second spot. Coming up on the rear deck of the lap machine of Mike Skinner. Looks to the inside. He's going to bring Jeff Gordon with him. Ward Burton, Jeremy Mayfield, and Ricky Rudd follow suit. Close moment of the last lap as Dale Jarrett and Johnny Benson leaned on one another, fighting for a position a little bit further back. They were trying to settle it for the 10th spot. Benson actually won that battle. Jarrett fell back in line in 11th. Rusty Wallace again moving away, but look out. Here comes Tony Stewart. Stewart closing in on the back bumper of Mike Skinner. Now we'll take it right down on the white line out of turn number two. Stewart tried to dispose of Skinner and try and make a run of the lead. Here he comes to the back straightaway. Tony Stewart's got the Pontiac pumped up. Moves to the inside of Mike Skinner, who is a lap machine. Stewart will clear him before he enters into turn three. He's leaving behind Jeff Gordon in third, who has his mirrors full with the lap machine of Todd Bodine. Work their way back over to turn four and in the front straightaway, looking back in the field to see where Jimmy Spencer ended up. He was about 20th when they restarted. He's picked up four spots. He is up to 16th position. He was boxed in in a heavy pack of traffic back there. He's gotten out of a little bit of that right now. Still got an awful long ways to go to get back up there and contend to win. Battles for second in turn two. In turn number two, it's Tony Stewart, then the lap car of Mike Skinner. Jeff Gordon out of the outside of Skinner. It's a little bit of a squeeze job up next to the wall, but Skinner gives him room now, and Gordon will move around the outside. Jeff Gordon had to deal with Mike Skinner, does get around him. Gordon and Stewart might have to work together in the draft here at the California Speedway if they're going to catch Rusty Wallace, who's got a lead of about 15 car lengths. Just behind them, you've got Ward Burton pouring on the steam a little bit. He goes to the high side of the racetrack, trying to get by Jeremy Mayfield. Here's Ricky Rudd also coming into that battle. This is from fourth on back. Rudd takes the high side, racing alongside Dale Earnhardt Jr., and you've got Robert Presley in that pack as well in turn one. Presley, who's been in the hunt in the top ten all 
afternoon long. So it is Mayfield on the inside, Burton on the outside, and the car of Dale Earnhardt Jr. down low against Ricky Rudd. They're stacked up, double wide from fourth on back. Ward Burton to the outside, Jeremy Mayfield at his left elbow. They're still wheel to wheel down the back stretch and into turn three. Mayfield may have the advantage, but Ward Burton works that middle groove, almost comes together there as Ward Burton came down on Mayfield. No contact was made. Boy, they got close. They almost bumped each other coming through three and four. Now they get single file back in the front straightaway, and there will be 33 laps remaining in the Napa Auto Parts 500 here at the California Speedway. Some hard racing going on right now because it's showtime. If this thing stays green, everybody from second place on back has got a full day's work cut out to run down Rusty Wallace. That's how far he is ahead. He's almost a half a straightaway ahead of Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Jeremy Mayfield, and Ward Burton as they go to three. Still that battle for fifth position is still side by side, but they've reversed it. This time Ward Burton will be down low. Jeremy Mayfield will be up high. And they are door panel to door panel all the way around turns three and four. There appears to be a problem for the championship point leader. Dale Jarrett slowed last time. He was running in the 16th spot as he came across the starts finish line. He's slowed and traffic is going by. Let's see if we get an update. And he's lost the cylinder, Joe. He's down one cylinder on seven, so a tough break for the point shooter, Dale Jarek. He's bleeding down and let, uh, letting just everybody by, trying to get that on the inside. But Dale Jarek down one cylinder. He's fallen back to the 22nd position now. At the conclusion of today's race, Gatorade presents the Gatorade Front Runner Award of $10,000 to the eligible driver who leads the most laps in this race. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of NASCAR. Really a tough break for Dale Jarrett as he is dropping back to running on seven cylinders here in the closing laps of the Napa Auto Parts 500 here at the California Speedway. We said a moment ago that Casey Atwood had to make an unscheduled pit stop there. He has fallen back to 41st position. Winston Kelly, any word on what happened him. Well, they pulled him behind the wall. He's sitting here with the car jacked up. Casey, what's the problem? Looks like we had a line loose or something. Something about that with a line. We're looking old. It's unfortunate. We had a good day going. Uh, it's not going to work out for us today. Oil leak for Casey Atwood's machine, and he is right. They were running up in the top 20, cracked the top 15 one time. Had come down and made a pit stop that last time. That's what put him back in 30th. But an oil leak has him behind the wall. And a tough break for Casey Atwood. Some real scrambling going on where Ricky Rudd is running there with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Ward Burton there over in three. That would be a fight for fifth as Rudd is up high. Robert Presley is down low. They're wheel to wheel coming off the corner. Ward Burton slipped over in turn number two in front of Dave Moody just a few moments ago. Almost hit the wall there, Dave. He sure did, Joe. The car just did not want to take a bite. He got well up into the gray, had to lift out of the throttle, and it cost him a couple of spots as Ricky Rudd and Robert Presley moved underneath him. This time, Burton right down on the white line. It's Ricky Rudd drifting up a little high. Presley takes a peek down to the inside off turn number two, but can't make the move. Last time they were side by side. We'll see what happens as Ricky Rudd has the fifth position nailed down. Robert Presley looking a little bit left, looking a little bit right, trying to figure out his entrance into turn three. For the moment, he rides in the tire tracks of the Havoline Ford. They you again will give a call to Robert Presley because Robert and that whole team have done a great job here this afternoon. It's no fluke that he's running up there in the top ten currently in seventh position, trying to take a spot away from Ricky Rudd and get a little bit closer to the front. Laps are winding down quickly now. 29 to go for the leader as he goes over to turn two. And Rusty Wallace continues to expand the margin. He's got a lap car back in the mix as now Todd Bodine has moved underneath the Tony Stewart car going into turn number one. Rusty Wallace in a race all by himself down the backstretch. Tony Stewart in the second spot. Jeff Gordon in third. That battle has done the accordion job there. First it stretches out, then it gets close. Right now the fight for fourth. Jeremy Mayfield has it. Ricky Rudd trying to catch him from the fifth position. Here they come back off turn number four. Also Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to get in the mix. He's in the fifth position right now, working around Jeremy Mayfield.
field. Haven't said much about Steve Park in a while. He was running in the top five just a few laps ago. He has fallen all the way back to the 28th position. We'll Whoa, trouble off turn number four. Bobby Labonte again has the car turn around on him. And again, he goes all the way down to the grassy part of the track here. Looped it around one time. Keeps it in a straight line. Keeps up a pretty good full head of steam and comes right back onto the racetrack. Great job for Bobby Labonte, but that's the second time today he's had that problem coming off turn number four up there, Joe. Caution flies here at lap 206 for an incident in turn three. Ward Burton and Mark Martin were fighting for positions that came into turn three. Ward had it. Mark Martin wanted it. Slight contact was made as Ward appeared to check up. Martin could not get his car slowed down in time. Ward spun just a little bit right here to the entrance of turn three, but popped the wall hard with the front end of the machine. Mark Martin did a 360. He has been able to motor away with slight front end damage to that machine. So the caution flag out for the sixth time here this afternoon. Two cars that were in the top ten racing for what would have been good finishes. And now their chance is completely done. Ward Burton's car with a lot of damage on the front end. And Mark Martin with a good bit of damage on the Viagra Ford. There will be just 19 laps to go as they come down, see the green flag, come up through the gearbox, and take off for turn number one. And Rusty doesn't give Todd any kind of a chance to even think about getting that lap back. He is long gone as he heads over to turn two. Rusty Wallace with a beautiful jump from the outside lane. Not only will take about an eight-car length lead over Tony Stewart, he's got Bodine between himself and Stewart running in second. Challenge on the outside now, Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart side by side. Side by side still for the second spot, but Todd Bodine just in front. Rusty Wallace is free and clear as he comes into turn three. Now Jeff Gordon clears Tony Stewart. He will be in the second spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. pulls the move to the inside of Stewart. He'll take the third position. A couple of guys who look like they're on a mission here in the closing laps. Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Gordon made a move with authority going to the outside of Tony Stewart to grab that second spot. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. pouring on the steam. He grabs third. Earnhardt closing in now on Jeff Gordon. He's got the margin trimmed down to just a car. It's Rusty Wallace, 10 back to the lap car of Todd Bodine. Gordon drifting a little high, and that enables Earnhardt Jr. to close in. Single file for the first top five cars. It is Rusty Wallace showing the way. Jeff Gordon is second, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. is right there. So too is Tony Stewart and Jeremy Mayfield. They are nose to tail, all riding around on the bottom of turns three and four. And as good as that racing is up among the front six, it's just as hard going back there with Robert Presley, Jimmy Spencer, and Johnny Benson all locked up trying to get a little closer to the front, Give call to Spencer one more time. Jimmy was 20th a little bit ago. He's worked his way back up all the way toward the front of the field in eighth spot. Back at the front, it is still Rusty Wallace. He's in turn two. And he has still not uh, shown any signs of giving up the advantage that he enjoys over Jeff Gordon. Gordon has not even been able to pull up onto the lap car of Todd Bodine. Right now, he's thinking defense. Right now, the advantage is about seven to eight car lengths over the second spot of Jeff Gordon, who is not pulling away from Dale Jr. A little bit of daylight between the third and fourth position of Dale Jr. and Tony Stewart. Just 13 laps remain to settle the Napa Auto Parts 500 here at the California Speedway this afternoon. Rusty Wallace in pretty good shape, still maintaining about a one-second lead over Jeff Gordon. Now, Gordon began to close in for a while, Barney, but it looks like now Rusty's starting to move out. Also, Dale Earnhardt Jr., who started 38th, is up to the third position. Looked like he was starting to close in, but I don't know if anybody can do anything with Rusty Wallace. Yeah, Rusty's opened up that gap, and uh, unless you can get up there, the draft is not anywhere near it here like it is at Daytona and Talladega as far as pulling you up there and keeping you up there. But it does play a little bit of a part. He's got Todd Bodine sitting right behind him, kind of pushing him along. Jeff Gordon's gaining just a little bit on him as they work their way back over to turn two. to get the impression, Barney, that Rusty Wallace is running just exactly as hard as he needs to run to keep everybody else at arm's length right now. The gap isn't growing, 
but it's not shrinking either. Where the fun is right now is Jimmy Spencer. He is slicing and dicing his way up, getting about a car a lap, trying to fight his way back to the front. Right now, Jimmy Spencer is riding in the sixth position, but he's all by himself. He's getting no drafting help if he's trying to catch the leaders through turns three and four, but it's still Rusty Wallace off the corner. Meanwhile, Mark Martin's miserable 2001 season continues. He's just taken his Viagra Ford back behind the wall after being caught up in a crash with Ward Burton back on lap 224. Only gives us two cars actually back there, or three now, with uh, Ward Burton, Michael Waltrip, and Mark Martin. Rusty Wallace shows the way up off the corner. Now seven-tenths of a second. Jeff Gordon is closing in very slowly but surely here with ten laps to go. They head for turn three. You got to wonder if Rusty Wallace is sandbagging just a little bit. He has a distance of about six car lengths between himself and Jeff Gordon. How much does Rusty Wallace have in hand? Dale Jr. is in the third spot. Tony Stewart, a very close fourth. Well, catching Rusty's one thing and getting around him is going to be another, although Jeff Gordon has had a strong race car all day. He's proven that on a half a dozen occasions here this afternoon. One point we do need to make is that Dale Jarrett is running with only seven cylinders. He is the current Winston Cup points leader. He is showing in 26th position. Jeff Gordon is running second. Gordon is second in the Winston Cup points. So if they finish anywhere near that far apart, Jeff's going to gain an awful lot of ground in the points today, and so is Johnny Benson, who is third in the Winston Cup standings. That scramble gets even further apart now as they go back to turn three. Here comes Jeff Gordon now, inching his way closer to Rusty Wallace, but you have to remember, there's the lap machine of Todd Bodine in between first and second. Battle for third, however, heats up. They're side-by-side off the turn. Tony Stewart down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr., dead even as they race off turn four. Rusty Wallace leads. Jeff Gordon is second. It's side-by-side for third now as they exit turn two and hit the back straightaway. Still wheel-to-wheel. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the outside. Tony Stewart to the inside. Now Stewart will tuck in behind, looking for a little bit of momentum, a little bit of drafting help down the back stretch. Stewart, about one car length off the rear bumper of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Both of the cars able to ride the line down on the bottom. Out of turn four comes Rusty Wallace back down to the finish line. Eight laps to go for Rusty if he can just maintain what he has right now, an advantage of about 15 car lengths on Jeff Gordon. He's going to win here this afternoon. That scramble from third place on back, still pretty good over in turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has fought off the charge by Tony Stewart at least for now. And moving not too distant in the rearview mirror, Jeremy Mayfield, he's within five car lengths as they hit the back straightaway. Pretty soon that will be a three-car battle for the third spot between Junior, Stewart, and Mayfield. But now Jeff Gordon has cleared the lap machine of Todd Bodine. And now he starts to close just a little bit on Rusty Wallace. The gap about four car lengths. It'll be seven laps to go when they come back down to the line. And maybe Jeff Gordon has decided now's the time to make the move. He has gone by the lapped car of Todd Bodine and now is within about seven maybe eight car lengths of Rusty Wallace. Let's see if he makes up any ground as they go to turn one. Over the last two or three laps, we've seen Rusty creep a little bit higher up the banking, perhaps try to baby those tires because now that Gordon is on his uh, back over and beginning to close in, Rusty is right back down on the white line, the leading five car lengths. The distance remains the same down the back stretch. So far, Gordon has not been able to move any closer. Still about four car lengths. Gordon closes it up now. Still no four car lengths. Rusty Wallace slides up the banking here as well off of turn four. There will be six laps remaining for Rusty when he crosses the start-finish line in the rest of the field this time. Six laps to go, and Jeff Gordon trying to chase him down. He's gotten away from Dale Earnhardt Jr. as they work their way back into the corner. In fact, Earnhardt Jr. down to the apron of the racetrack thought he was really going to come off the pace there for a moment, and Dale Jr. may have trouble hanging on to third place. They're in turn two. For the moment, he's got the number three position. Two car lengths in hand over Tony Stewart. Another four back uh, to Jeremy Mayfield, who rides in 
the number five spot. Coming down the backstretch now, it is still Rusty Wallace in the lead. Jeff Gordon right there should Rusty have a bobble. But for the moment, the Miller Lite Ford is tracking true and straight. Rusty Wallace in control off the curve. It was seven-tenths of a second, the separation from first to second, three laps ago. Then it was five-tenths of a second. Now it's four-tenths of a second. They come across the line this time, three-tenths of a second. Without a doubt, Jeff Gordon is closing in on Rusty Wallace. We have five laps to go. But like Barney said a few moments ago, it's like the dog chasing the car. First you got to catch it, then you got to figure out what to do with it. Rusty drifts a little bit high. Gordon carves off another car length. It's down to two on the back stretch. Getting very, very close here as the laps wind down at the California Speedway. Gordon trying to close the gap from the second position. Takes a little later entrance into turn three. Rusty trying to keep his forward down low. That works to turn three, but he washes up just a little bit in turn four. Jeff Gordon right there. Now the difference in this battle for the who might win here this afternoon could be Jeff Gordon. Remember, we've told you all day he can run at the bottom of the racetrack. He can run high right out against the wall. Now, Rusty's a hard man to pass. He's kind of like the late Dale Earnhardt. Getting to him is one thing. Getting around him is another. But Gordon is there in striking distance. Maybe two car lengths back in turn two. Two car lengths is the lead for Rusty Wallace as they exit turn number two. Rusty drifts it up next to the outside wall. Gordon trying to close in, but not having any luck this time. Jeff Gordon is a two-time winner at this speedway. Rusty Wallace has never visited victory lane in California. Down to the bottom of the racetrack. Now he opens it up just a little bit. Maybe up to three car lengths over the second spot of Jeff Gordon. This time Gordon takes the high line as he was earlier in the day today. Swings up off turn number four. Comes back down on the line. About five car lengths between Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon. And Wallace has pulled out a little bit. It was two tenths of a second. Now five tenths of a second. So maybe Wallace realizes he had better stand on the gas. Let's follow him back to turn one. Rusty right down on the bottom of the racetrack at the apex of the corner. Now begins to drift a little bit higher. Picks it wide off turn number two. And he'll maintain that three car length advantage. So it's Rusty Wallace showing the way by about three car lengths over Jeff Gordon. And it's a ways back for that battle for third. Dale Jr. right in front of Tony Stewart. And Stewart almost pushes him down the back stretch. Tony Stewart in fourth. Jeremy Mayfield in fifth. going to be over very shortly as the leader comes off turn four. The leader being Rusty Wallace. He will see the indication just two laps remain here in the race this afternoon at the California Speedway. Across the line, he goes back to turn number one. Still has the interval he had just a moment ago. Maybe any, it will vary, Dave Moody, anywhere from two to four car lengths. No doubt, Barney. He has begun now to put the hammer down and pull away ever so slightly, but it's all the margin he needs. Rusty Wallace to the back straightaway will look for the white flag. Great motor for Rusty Wallace. He's able to pull just a little bit away from Jeff Gordon in that second spot. Here's that battle for third as Tony Stewart darted just briefly to the right, trying to figure out how to get around Dale Jr. for the third position. Your leader is off of turn four. Here comes Rusty Wallace off turn four. Still about five car lengths back to Jeff Gordon. Gordon may just not have enough to make this run. White flag is out as they come down to the line. It is five car lengths between Rusty Wallace and Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. still trying to hold off Tony Stewart. Let's follow the leaders for the last time through turns one and two. Rusty Wallace who has dominated the second half of this race. The lead is four car lengths. Gordon right on the bottom. Whittles it down to three as they hit the back straightaway. Gordon trying to make one last run. Final time down the back stretch. Rusty Wallace has the lead. If Jeff Gordon has got anything, he's got to pull the trigger now. Down low into turn three. It's still Rusty Wallace with the lead by two and a half car lengths. They've got about a half a mile to the start finish line. Rusty Wallace leading Jeff Gordon coming down, running for the win. He will not be able to get him. Can't get a run on him. And Rusty Wallace, who has never even had a top five here at this racetrack, will win. Jeff Gordon will finish second. The scramble for third is going to hold 
hold on to Earnhardt Jr. Tony Stewart will finish in fourth, and running fifth is Jeremy Mayfield. Rusty Wallace scores the win of the Napa Auto Parts 500 here at the California Speedway here this afternoon and begins his victory lap a little bit different here today on the day that would have been Dale Earnhardt's 50th birthday. Rusty Wallace is carrying a number three flag around this California Speedway to the delight of the fans here. Now, Rusty and Earnhardt were probably two as good a buddies as they are in racing and a nice gesture on his part this afternoon here as it will be a while before he gets down to victory lane. Rusty winning. Jeff Gordon finished second. Earnhardt Jr. third, as you said. Tony Stewart finished fourth and Jeremy Mayfield was fifth. And let's go to victory lane where Rusty Wallace is standing by with Jim Phillips. The decision to pit or not to pit. Committee or did you make that decision? There. No, uh, yeah. we, we collectively made the decision. It was like Man, I'm not putting four tires on. Let's do two tires. And I, Robert says, well, how's the car handle? I said, man, it's driving good. He says, I said, how fast am I running? He says, you're running the fastest laps you have all day long. We said, right then, we said, let's stay out. And it was the right move because we'd have pitted. We'd have lost this race for sure. Staying out really got it for us. The car was so strong all day long. Big-time horsepower under the hood, and the car handled good, too. Did uh, clean air make that much difference on keeping the nose underneath it? Yeah, I'd say so. Clean air was a big bonus, and getting out front was a bonus. And, uh, this track is very, very downforce sensitive, and it worked out good for us. Let's like to congratulate you know, my whole team, all the guys back in the shop, the engine shop. We had a great car today, and uh, Goodyear tires, all that. Even though they're pretty hard, at least they're pretty durable. And uh, Miller Brewing Company and all the sponsors, just a neat deal. It looked like a step-by-step day for you. I mean, you started 19th, then you just kind of moved your way up every segment of this race. Well, we worked all day long in the car, you know, a little wedge, a little stagger, air pressure out, air pressure in. And the air pressure seemed to be the big deal. Uh, the wedge and stuff didn't seem to affect it that much, but the air pressure was dynamite. You never had much luck at this racetrack. Uh, you had a, almost a second here one time, engine problems. This has to be a special win for you. Yeah, California's a big race to win at. It's a lot of people here, a lot of media's here. It's a neat deal, and uh, I'm real proud to win with this old hot rod today. It runs strong all day. Tell me about the number three flag you had. Well, the number three flag was something I've been saving ever since the Daytona race was over, and when I won the race, I started hollering. I said, where's my flag at? And Bill Woodburn ran out to start finish line and brought it to me, so... That was a neat deal. I tell you what, tomorrow tomorrow we're going to have big sales at the car dealerships in Morristown. I can guarantee you that. All right. Rusty Wallace wins at California. Up till today, that uh, run at Daytona was his best finish of the year, coming in third in the Daytona 500. Rusty also wins the Gatorade Front Runner Award of $10,000. He was an eligible driver leading the most laps in today's race. Rusty led 95 laps of the 250 in this event. Time now for Barney and me to select the winner of the Ray Bestus Break of the Race Award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestus Brakes in the name of the driver who received the best break in today's event. What do you think, Kind of like Robert Presley. Uh, Robert had a good finish. He comes home 10th. He ran up in the top 10 most of the day. A couple of times he was uh, about to get shuffled back in the pack and a caution came out that allowed him to get on pit road and get an adjustment or two on the car and um, keep it running good enough with with the two team making a good pit stop to keep him up there. So he gets a good finish here this afternoon. I like him. Crew did a great job on pit road also in preparing the car. And Robert did a good job of driving here today. So Ray Bestus Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR, awards $500 in the name of Robert Presley to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. It was a great day for Rusty Wallace here at the California Speedway today, here winning the Napa Auto Parts 500. Some other guys who have needed some good runs got some here today. We talked about Robert Presley and, uh, well, Jerry Nadeau and uh, Hutt Strickland, some of those guys. Let's give you a look at the uh, full field rundown from today's race. 
Rusty Wallace gets his first win of the year 2001 here at the California Speedway this afternoon. Jeff Gordon finished second, and Jeff picked up a lot of points on Dale Jarrett, who leads him in the Winston Cup point standings. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had a great day. He finished third. Tony Stewart was fourth. Jeremy Mayfield also, who was way back in the points, should move him a little closer to the front with his fifth-place run here today. Ricky Rudd came home sixth, seventh to Jimmy Spencer. Spencer drove the wheels off his car today, still comes home with a seventh-place run. Jerry Nadeau was eighth. Sterling Marlin was ninth. Robert Presley, we talked about having a good day. Robert finished tenth. Johnny Benson had a good run, finished eleventh. And a tip of the hat to Hutt Strickland, who finished 12th. We also documented that he had a great day here. 13th goes to Kurt Busch. Bill Elliott finished 14th. Steve Park was 15th. Mike Wallace, a good day also. Mike finished 16th. Matt Kenseth was 17th. Jason Leffler, 18th. Andy Houston ran 19th. And Joe Nemechek was 20th. 21st to Jeff Green. Bobby Labonte was 22nd. Elliot Sadler, 23rd. Dale Jarrett comes home in 24th. And Kevin Harvick finished 25th. 26th today was John Andretti. Brett Bodine finished 27th, coasting across the finish line at the end of the race. Todd Bodine was 28th. Dave Blaney was 29th. And Terry Labonte came in 30th. 31st was Jeff Burton. 32nd was Mike Skinner. 33rd, Ken Schrader. 34th was Ron Hornaday. And 35th was Kyle Petty. Bobby Hamilton finished in 36th. Kenny Wallace was 37th. Stacy Compton, 38th. Casey Atwood, 39th. Mark Martin, 40th. Ricky Craven came in 41st. Ward Burton was 42nd. And Michael Waltrip came in 43rd. 24 lead changes today among 14 drivers. We had six cautions. Time of the race, just under three and a half hours. Dale Jarrett hangs on to the championship points lead, although after the last three races in a row of gaining some ground, today he lost a bit of ground to Jeff Gordon. Rusty Wallace, with his win, gains one spot. He moves up to the third position of the championship standings. Johnny Benson is fourth and Sterling Marlin fifth. The official points will be released by NASCAR sometime tomorrow from their offices in Daytona Beach. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Congratulations to Rusty Wallace. He's won the Napa Auto Parts 500 at the California Speedway. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.